Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, you guys hear me? Start cheering now! Yeah, yeah, let's get this over with. Yeah! Woof, woof. Hi, I'm Mike Minotti, and I am a Nintendo dog. Hi, I'm Jeff Grubb, and I am a Nintendo dog. And we are the last of the Nintendo dogs. <laughs> hey, Zelda gameplay reactions. E3 is dead again, <laughs> and <laughs> Dolphin is on Steam. But first, Jeff, how are you doing? I I got my nuts and bolts rock hard for Zelda. All right, that's good to know. That's what I was. What I was wondering I'm, about that. I'm feeling. I don't know. I'm feeling pretty good. That was a, that was a fun week so far at work. Been um, been ready to do this podcast yeah. since uh, that Zelda gameplay dropped earlier today. I don't know. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. I got to you know not wake up early for that uh, gameplay reaction, which is the best way to consume it. So I just got to watch it later. I got to react to the giant bomb reacting to it. So it was, uh, we got very meta. That, that was, video is on the YouTube channel and everyone should watch. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But so, also you have to watch the giant bomb one so he doesn't steal our traffic. Well, I guess well, it's going to be a bit. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Uh, hey, everybody, if you are watching live, thank you so much. Please do hit that thumbs up button. It helps more people find the show. If you want to ask us any questions or comment or anything, you can send a super chat. We will read all of those live on the air before the end of the show. Thank you so much. Let's, oh, Jeff, we're glasses boys together today. That's right. These are my gamer glasses. I actually don't. You gave me my glasses back, and now I don't know where they are again. I was about to say, you had your. I know that you like didn't have your one glasses for like months because you left them at my friend's that's house. Just, man. And you immediately that's lost just, them. That's just stupid. That's, well, just that's stupid. good. Yeah. Well, I'll you know. That's all right, Jeff. So, yeah, let's talk about this uh, Zelda gameplay trailer. We've got about 10 minutes of it. With uh, you know, Anuma, the Zelda producer, uh, kind of showcasing, playing the game for us, describing things, and it really was focused on these systems, right? These new systems, which is really the the cool way to go. Uh, that's what made Breath of the Wild awesome, really, more so than like you know the art direction or the uh, the story or any of this other stuff. It was these systems. And it's, at least in that regard, this is definitely not just more of the same. We're getting right. a lot of new things here. Um, I think the, the big one is Fuse, this idea that you can combine uh, these items. So you can, you know, for what they, what they showed here was you could have a big stick. You can find a pitchfork or a trident and put that on your stick. And you just have like this mega long spear thing now. Yep. 
Yeah, or you have a, a, a you know, a, another a smaller stick, put a boulder on that, all of a sudden it's this big, you know, stronger weapon. Add an eye to your arrow. Now it's a homing arrow and all this kind of stuff. And already I think everybody's mind is just racing. Like, well, what are the possibilities here? Yeah, uh, it is. I mean, there's still a million questions, even about these systems that they showed off. But that is the joy. Like, they they were never going to tell us everything. Um, they, they're like, okay, so what are we going to tell them? Let's give them the, basically the new gameplay fundamentals, which, you know, we played Breath of the Wild. So now we're kind of prepared to understand how we are going to incorporate these things into the game. We wouldn't have understood that before Breath of the Wild, but now they can just be like, here is this game. Here are these new gameplay mechanics. And now let your imaginations, you know, be set on fire because all that stuff. Yeah. Everything you're thinking is probably possible or some variation upon it. It's, um, it, it, like this is going to be a game where you are going to use like you know the ascend ability to go up a mountain and it's like okay i'm at the top of this mountain but now there's like okay now there's no way for me to ascend through a roof and the ascend ability is if there's a roof above you a ceiling above you you can zoop through it and get to the get to the top and like you'll be whether it's a, a building or a mountain and you can just like take an elevator through through material basically it's like okay now now i'm up here now i see something else i want to do now it's like okay well how can I use my abilities to make it either cool or actually to empower me to get over there in the first place? It seems impossible, but if I really put my head together, how can I do it? Uh, and for me, that is just exactly what I want from this game. Um, I am, I, I think before Breath of the Wild came out, I was just in this place where, man, wouldn't it be cool if, and then Breath of the Wild came out and every single thought I had about wouldn't it be cool if they, they put in that game and then some. So I was just like, I can't believe that the, that game is real. They actually did it. They pulled it off. It's as good as I thought it could be. Uh, and it's like, oh my God, Nintendo can make that game. Uh, now it's like, okay, well, we know they can make that game. What if we give them six years to double down on all those things? And that seems to be what this game is now. And I think they are just off the charts confident in it. Because if they weren't, we would have got all the story stuff. We would have got like, here's here's like, oh, what's going on with Ganon? Here is what's uh, like, here here is a dungeon if that's in the game. Here's all these things answered. Uh, and instead, they're just like, here are some promises about how this game is going to blow you away in terms of fun, in terms of creativity. And now now it's up to you to take these things and go. You know, they showed us what the eye did. You mentioned that, the the homing eye on the arrow. Like, fuse those things together. Okay, there's a whole list of, of other items there that they didn't use, mostly. They used the mushroom, but they didn't use anything else for the most part. It's like, oh, there, there's a ton of things there. Like, what are they going to do? Most of them, like, you can immediately figure it out. Like, we know what the ice thing does, but it's like some of the things, it's like, hmm. And then if, can we start, like, combining things together? Can we put this and this on there? Uh, can we make an infinitely long uh, pitchfork? Like, how, how crazy can we get? Well, people are going to test the limits, and I, I can't wait to get in there and do so myself. Mm -hmm, right. And kind of the other big mechanic here is all the uh, ultra, ultra hand, right? Like named after that old Nintendo toy. And this is that nuts and bolts stuff of just kind of combining things together to make makeshift structures. And then if you kind of add these wind uh, engines that are everywhere, you turn them into vehicles. And that is just this whole other thing of, wow, where is this going to go? Mm -hmm. What are the limits to this? Not like, you know, we can't see a limit of it in, in what we saw, just kind of this battery meter. And I'm not sure if that's tied to like the the engines themselves or it's tied to link. yeah if it's like this new thing you can expand or make stronger but there's going to be just a lot of interesting possibilities there there's the new sort of rewind um a uh, thing you can use on items and that was an example of how you got up to the sky and of course there's all these sky islands which like we know those are up there we still don't quite really understand what is is up there aside from new geography 
you know, we did not see shrines or dungeons uh, in this gameplay demo, so we're still not exactly sure, like, you know, what is the kind of gameplay loop here? Is it the same as as Breath of the Wild? And, you know, I know I said before, Jeff, who I would really like if there's dungeons. I don't, it's not like this deal breaker to me. No. I'm ready to engage with the game or whatever, like, gameplay loop it comes up with. There's some kind of, you know, I know I said before, um, I wasn't feeling excited for Tears of the Kingdom yet. And that was never because I didn't think it was going to be a good game. I just right. kind of, like, wasn't, I just wasn't sure what to feel yet. Well, now that I got, like, this good look at even just these systems and have an idea of what what's going to be possible, what I'm going to be doing, then, yeah, I am really excited. I am I am looking forward to it. Um, I think that was the good news here was seeing these new systems and also not seeing them not, like, back away from other things, even though there's been some, like, Yes. loud minority criticism, you know, and like weapon degradation. And it, of course, it's become this this thing again. And it just it, it makes more sense than ever, Jeff, because you can combine like two bad items now into a good weapon. So, of course, they're going to want you to experiment with that uh, and, and try it out. And that was always the point of weapon degradation yes. was that it encourages you to engage with the game systems. You were talking not too long ago about the Titanfall 2 campaign uh, guys being frustrated how they made this game designed so that there would be all this combat with movement and yeah. then people would just play it like Call of Duty anyways. And, and they're really right. frustrated that like, you have to kind of guide people a bit to understand how they should be playing it. And of course, they, they you know, it's like, oh, well, I should be able to play the game anyway. I want to like, OK, mm, to an extent, the game but pushes always, back. It's better. Yeah, I am always I was. All, I don't know. I am always surprised. Uh, and again, it is like it feels silly that to sit here and defend Breath of the Wild. <laughs> but it always it always just made sense as a uh, gameplay system. It was always a good gameplay system. And it's better here because, again, there's there's more reason than ever to want to keep making new weapons and keep using new weapons. Yeah. And yeah, to see how new things combine together instead of just using the same thing you've had this entire time. And uh, and then to not have your um, inventory clutter up with um, a bunch of, of the older useless stuff. I mean, that'll happen eventually, no matter what, at a certain point, as you, you know, get more and more stuff and more capacity to hold things. And, you know, that just hap- that'll happen late game. But you don't want it happening right out of the gate of like, OK, well, I got the stick in the in the stone. Uh, I guess I'll just That's you know, my put, favorite Disney movie. <laughs> I'll just put that in my backpack. And for the rest of the game, it'll just be sitting there like, no, you're going to use it right there. You're going to do some awesome attacks. It's going to last a little bit longer because you combined it, but then it's going to break. And then you'll pick something else up and you'll be like, well, what can I do with this? And that's, I mean, to me, that's that's where the magic happens. That's that is uh, that's brilliant. Um, and I, I, I kind of can't wait to see it for myself. I think this game is going to be just, I think it's going to be magical. I really do. And then, like, the other point of maybe uh, friction you'll see kind of as a reaction. I think most of it is positive. I think most people are in our camp, Jeff, but you just see some people saying, like, wow, this does just look like Breath of the Wild. This looks like Breath of the Wild well, 5. This looks like it should be DLC. I, I want to defend them a little bit. Like, so sure. I, I, I'm, I we're, we're together this camp. This game looks exactly, this is exactly what I want. This is exactly what I wanted. And I feel very lucky that that's what we're getting. Because I, I think the, the traditional wisdom in video games is if you're going to spend six years making something new, it needs to be something new. Who's going to remember the game from six years ago? Now, in this case, it's Breath of the Wild. So I think they can get away with it. But people are going to be looking at this like, it's been six years. This is a really long time. The next one is not going to come for another six, maybe seven years. Uh, the next big real Zelda game. So I'm going to go that long and I'm going to be stuck in the same map all over again. I, I completely get that. Uh, and right now, the, those people who maybe are also coming for story and coming for 
uh, characters coming for dungeons. Well, they haven't been promised any of that. So they're still on the fence. They're still feeling their anxieties. And it's like, okay, I completely get all of that. But it's, uh, but uh, I think that this game has a lot more to offer that they haven't shown us. I think they are being very coy. I think they are, I think they know what they have. I mean, I think it was um, Chris Kohler who was just like, the way that they did this makes it seem like this game, like they know it's an 11 out of 10 because they just showed the bare minimum and nothing else really. And they, you don't you don't really do that unless you know what you have is actually just going to crush. It feels like they know. You're right. And yeah, I do kind of have some like I, I do kind of empathize with that point of view a little bit. Like that was my first thought in the first like 30 seconds when it's just Link on the ground running around. He he ran by one of those stables and it's like the same stable for a while. It's like, oh, yeah, it's for a while. And then immediately there's all this new stuff and, I, and I'm excited again. But uh, but yeah, it, you know, again, it's that same thing that we've been saying before. If it was like three years after Breath of the Wild, it was the same map. That's a very easy pill to swallow. Yes. But it has been like longer than any wait between Zelda games. So, you you know, and you understand there's going to be a lot of similarities. It's the direct sequel to Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild is the biggest deal ever. Of course, the next one's going to be very much like that. So I still understand some people worrying about that. And, hey, you know. People have let us know that they don't like Breath of the Wild. Those people exist. So sure, if you didn't like Breath of the Wild, then I can understand if, if you're not feeling it. Yeah, I think but, I, if you're in that camp, I got I have to encourage you to go find a game you do like and just play that instead. Because mm-hmm. uh, this is, you know, they made Zelda one way for a very long time. Then they made a Zelda this way, and it's selling 30 million copies. They're going to keep doing this. It's just you cannot argue with what's happened here uh, in terms of just the raw numbers I, and obviously part of that is a switch effect to a certain extent, but really it comes down to this game. Breath of the Wild actually was that special, actually deserved that much success, actually did bring Zelda to a wider audience than ever. And so at a certain point, it's like, get used to it. I think they will also eventually get around to doing another traditional, what we call traditional Zelda now, although I don't necessarily agree with that terminology, but uh, it, it, well, they'll get around to doing something like that again. It might look a lot more like A Link Between Worlds, but that's great news because Link Between Worlds fucking owns. So yeah, sure. give me that. They also showed uh, that Zelda OLED that was rumored for a very long time that is, in fact, coming out on April 28th. I think pre-orders went up for that earlier today. You you ordered one, right, Jeff? How much did that cost again? I was I was very close to ordering one. And now, uh, now, I'm, now I'm still thinking about it. I think if they um, are easy to pick up off the shelf, I'll get one. But I'm not going to rush to pre-order. I, I was in line at Best Buy uh, on, on, on the website, and then it didn't like let me just get one. So, um after tax, it's three eighty. I think before tax, it was like three sixty. I think is how it yeah. goes down. I, there's, I think, really, there are a lot of people I was hearing from who were like, "I didn't think I want this." And then Wario sixty four posted a link, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I gotta get yeah, one." Even exactly. I like clicked that link, and yep, I was like, well, "What am I doing? I don't need this. I, uh, it looks cool." I, I, I watched the, the you know the, the your your talk over the talk over, and what you said was definitely the the reasoning I had. I'm like, I like the way this one looks, uh, and my kids use my other one, but it's like I. It, there is a certain uh, hesitation there because my kids do use my other ones, and it's like, well, if I have three, that's gonna bring that's gonna break the digital game sharing a little bit. So I'm like, I have to figure that out. Like, which game, which system is gonna have the games on it, and then how? What do I do with this with a third system that's just sitting there without any digital games on it, or do I go back and forth with like signing in or something like? It, there's no easy solution. It's really easy with two. It's a lot more difficult with three. So I kind of backed off because of that. I'm like, I ought to think about that a little bit more. It does feel like just just this like special edition of a switch is going to help boost sales a little bit. Maybe even get this console a little bit closer 
do that 155 million it needs to become the new best-selling console of all time huh yeah i, I feel like this is going to super just really juice those numbers uh this game's going to sell very well this system's going to sell very well uh and then um you know they didn't mention dlc but then like you know they they, they this game will have dlc um oh, and, have that yeah and with the first game with breath of the wild they differently were like this game's gonna have dlc before the game came out you should buy that right now and uh this this time around they are instead going um it seems like they're gonna hide it and then the, the, that'll probably be something they announce around you know later this year um i don't know maybe 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 even like when the game is like launching like now you could buy the dlc or whatever and it's gonna come out like you know these how this holiday or maybe they're like they'll do what eldering did and a full year later or more They'll be like, oh, you know, now here's the DLC or, or the DLC is coming. Um, it could be another big major beat for the game later on. And I think they're going to play it that way. They should, they should give DLC that gets rid of weapon degradation. Yeah, like, but they should charge $1,000 for it. <laughs> I like it. There you go. <laughs> Any other last thoughts here, Jeff, on all this Zelda stuff? Like, I, I'm, I'm very excited now. It's hard to believe this game is just a couple of months away. And, you know, yeah. and that, that time's going to go by fast. I mean, I have... Resident Evil 4 right now to play till then. I have other things, by the way, like Resident Evil 4. God, that is good. Yeah, God, it's real good. It runs really so great good. on the Steam Deck. It is very good. Um, yeah, I mean, just the like the very personal and selfish that uh, with the last one, Breath of the Wild, I got that game for review. I got it early. I got the Switch with it, and it was like super special. My kid was just born. Uh, I was on parental evil for a lot of it, and I just crushed that game. And uh, this time it is very unlikely I'm going to get a review code because of Nintendo jail. So it's like, oh, I, I, won't, I definitely I, won't either. Hey, I'll be. Yeah, we'll be waiting with everybody else. That's it's not really a problem. It's just it was fun to be like, like uh, uh, the vanguard of like, hey, everybody know this is as amazing as we hoped. And it's even more so. And to like be in those first reviews, I, that, I really always treasured that. And it was like, that's this time. It's, I guess it won't like this time. That'll be the least surprising thing in the world. This game is also very good, but sure. still it's like, oh man, I'm going to miss out on that. Oh, well, the last time oh, well. like, uh, you've like reached out to Nintendo and try to make any peace. Over yeah. They, uh, so I think Tam and Dan try, I mean, dance, I promise you dance trying for Zelda. <laughs> He's been trying for Zelda for weeks now. Uh, and, but, uh, yeah, so uh, I think, you know, some people over there were like, we're going to look into it again. Um, but I, I don't I'm not expecting any movement. That's what there. it's always says. It's always like, yeah, the poor PR people are like, yeah, we'll check. And it's like I imagine them going to the council. Yes. And they, yeah, they are like the scariest looking people in the world. Yeah. And like they don't even have to it's like just, they know exactly who you're talking it's about. It's just a, a Palpatine from um, Rise of the Sky, Rise of Skywalker. But it's Yamauchi, like just Yamauchi yeah. still just alive somehow. Yeah, uh, held together by head. the power of Hanafuda cards. Yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. And if I'm if I'm playing it the same day as everyone else, fantastic. Let's do it. Let's go. That'll be great. Yeah, It'll be great. You can get the content chat. Exactly. Stream We're, it for a bit. Yeah. 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 Just go. be there, part of everyone else. Exactly. Uh, HF. Uh, wait. Although. Some of my best performing videos on YouTube are still some of the stuff that I recorded on uh, Breath of the Wild, like just little, like small little guides. And those things probably make like a wow. hundred bucks every couple of months or something like that. Oh, really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, all right, Jeff, let's get to something else here. Um, we are, we already knew Nintendo probably isn't going to be a part of E3, Jeff. Yeah. But there may not be an E3 to be a part of. Yeah. Uh, there's been... Uh, we, we've, we've been finding out companies are pulling out now. Companies that said they were going to be there, like Ubisoft. I believe IGN was reporting that Sega and was it Tencent? 
aren't going to be there. That's right. And, uh, they said they would be. That rumors are swirling, Jeff, that this whole show may be getting canceled soon. Yeah, that's what I've uh, heard. I, I heard that I, coming out of the weekend. I've been hearing that even. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, if I'm hearing it too, that's usually a sign that something might be true. Uh, you know, I've been I've been hearing again. This like don't don't expect anything. I don't know. I've been hearing as soon as tomorrow. Even we might find out that there's there's E3 is done. I think that is very likely. Uh, it's a shame. I really wanted E3 to work out. I think that um, I think the show as constructed this year would have been pretty good. I think it was going to be pretty good. This is not falling apart because of some incompetence other than Reed Pop got started pretty late. I've talked about this before, but you know, they, they just got started late and that sort of eroded confidence along with some maybe other stuff happening behind the scenes. And the Reed Pop CEO who's been planning to resign for a while, I guess, resigned recently. And that certainly didn't help. Um, I guess they resigned in like the last week or so. I, I haven't been able to track down that too much. It's been a busy day and when I was reading that story. But uh, yeah, so no thing called E3. Now, Ubisoft, when they pulled out, said we're going to have Ubisoft Digital Forward, Ubisoft Forward Digital, whatever it's called, in LA, whatever that part means, on, on uh, the 12th. So Microsoft's on the 11th. That means Ubisoft's on Monday. It is shaping up exactly like an E3 for the most part in terms of the presentations. And so, I, I, you know, on the Bombcast today, we talked about this, and we, we basically decided we're still going. We're going to go to L.A. So if there's reasons to be there or not, we're going to. So if it's, you know, if we go there and it's a ghost town, we're going to go there and that's going to be our sort of thing. Like we're there. Here it is. No one else is here. It is a ghost town. And mm. and we're going to we're going to like do, an, you know, a memorial for E3 and say goodbye. Yeah, well, for you guys, it's at least excuse to like do some have everybody together. And exactly. Have everyone together. We stuff. will try to, you know, try to do some nighttime shows. That's, you know, we, I really, really want to do that kind of stuff. Um, but it's uh, it's the kind of thing where it's, you know, OK, so then during the day, though, like Ubisoft having a Ubisoft forward in L.A., can, can we go play some of those games? Will that be a thing? Can we talk? Can we, do you guys want to come over? I suppose we could try to make those things happen. It just seems very weird. And while yeah. Jeff Keighley is waiting in the wings, it is not like anyone is saying, and now we're part of Summer Game Fest. No. And I mean, maybe they're waiting a year to be like, uh, to be sort of, I mean, maybe kind to the ESA and Reed Pop to be like, well, you guys won't do one next year. And we'll just be like, well, guess what? We have no choice but to go with Jeff Keighley. But Jeff Keighley's thing is come to my stage because that's where I make my money. I, I, I don't know if he, like, if going and be like, we're part of Summer Game Fest and we're streaming on a different day. And we're doing our own thing. I don't know if that ever really makes sense. So uh, I, it might just in the future shape up to be like, hey, this is still basically E3 without the E3 name. Uh, or if the E3, or maybe the E3 name gets applied very, very lightly in the future. But this year, an actual physical show called E3, almost certainly not happening. So then the next question, Jeff, and I always say, oh, E3 is not dead. Everyone says E3 is dead. It's dead for blah, blah, blah. Come on, no way. This seems like it might be pretty rough to come back from if it gets canceled this time. Do you think we can actually just have an E3 next year? Everyone's going to come back like, OK, well, this time we'll all really commit and we'll all really make it happen. Or is, or is, or is this it? Is this actually the death of E3? Yeah, I mean, you know, us, we both really like E3. We both um, sort yeah. of want to give it the benefit of the doubt. We've heard this over and over again. It, it's been, you know, it died in 2006. It died whenever else before. 
Uh, that's happened multiple times. Now here it is again. Uh, I think not being able to get a show together when there's not many excuses, and the only reason it really didn't happen is because you got started late, so other people couldn't plan. I think they are going to be like, well, we can't count on you in the future, so we're just going to build out the resources we need to do these things ourselves, and those resources are still going to be in place next year, so we're just going to use them instead of you know relying on you. And to me, I think that means uh, E3 pretty much gets cut out of the picture, which, uh, you know, that makes some sense. The E3 brand is just still very, very, very strong. People care about E3 being canceled because people want to show up for E3 or something called E3. And so, yeah, I, or, or they want to like tune in to something called E3 online from the comfort of their home. Um, so it's like, I, I still think there's a chance that like, E3 could be something um, and we could still be going to LA for a week in June. Like that's all still feels possible, but uh, I don't think that there's a really a fiscal show next year. I think this is probably actually it. Oh boy. Yeah, it's a, it's a bummer if it's true. And I, I kind of, you know, I, I hope it, it turns around. I hope that maybe some sometime, someday we can have it come back. Everyone will be there. Everyone will kind of maybe come to their senses, like because we had that famous year where E3 really scaled down. Yeah, Santa Monica. Like and they, yeah, they just brought it back like the old big way, and everyone realized the value of it. Maybe if E3 is gone again for a while, maybe people will notice what that we're missing something that it was important. I don't know. It's hard to say because there are obviously all these benefits of these publishers and developers just sort of doing their own thing. So. I guess a little bit of wait and see, but in a related note, we are we did bring back the uh, E3 is dead uh, T-shirt, didn't we, Jeff? So yes, we did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You can get that on the store right now. I, you know what? I'll see if I can find a link and post it in chat. Sean posted it. In oh, chat thank you. Here, actually, and there's a yes. there's a description uh, in the description for the podcast if you're listening to the audio version. If you want to get the E3 is dead shirt with Mike leaning over and me doing the peace sign over E3's grave, it's back. It's in the store. You can get it now. Uh, if you're listening to this, I'll give you a little a little t- a little tip. Uh, if you use code MESS, you can get 10% off, and that code will oh, last wow. for a week. So uh, try to get in there and make that happen. 10% off for the first week if you use code MESS. Oh, fun, 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 fun. All right, Jeff. Next little thing here. Rare co-founder Tim Stamper uploaded unseen footage of 12 Tales Conquer 64. This is a fun little video of him with, like... Really? I didn't see this. Let me go yeah, check okay, this out. Okay, not- yeah, that's a fun. He like, he's like, has one of those like dev cartridges. I don't know what you would call them. And he just boots up 12 Tales, and it has the whole... Like it, it, it's special own little intro thing. It's a completely separate game from what turned into uh, Congress Bad Friday. Obviously, some stuff, but yeah, like this is that game. So, and is he says, yeah, still works twenty five years later or whatever it was. Which uh, man, I wish that could just leak then because yeah, I don't let know how us complete what he it. has is. Uh, you know the the video game uh, uh, history foundation, or whatever. Like, reach out to him. Like, hey, we can you know like decompile that or whatever for you. Blah blah blah. Uh, here, I just found the uh, the video for this. I'm going to send it to you in the chat right here on our Discord, Jeff, if you want to okay. see that. Yeah, uh, it'd be cool. It'd be really cool to see this. It's kind of weird. One of these funny what ifs, because uh, th- that was a game talked about forever. They even made like the Game Boy Color Conquer goody two-shoe game. He was showed up in uh, Diddy Kong Racing as just normal Conquer. And then, uh, you know, uh, I think there was a... There was a uh, what happened by Matt McMuscles about Conquer not too long ago or at some point that goes into the history of that game. If you're curious how it turned from this cutesy Mario clone into Conquer's Bad Fur Day. But yeah, just really neat seeing this version of the game is still out there in some way or another. 
yeah, this is this is really cool. I am. Uh, I I mean, I got Congress bad for a day. Uh, I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I have no real issues with it. I think the humor probably wouldn't work for me much today. It didn't, it didn't even work much more for me then. But it was fine. The, the, you know, the the Mighty Poo was pretty funny. Um, I like I like cutesy platformers. This looks very fun. <laughs> Give me this. Yeah, so, yeah, I hope I hope that gets out there someday. Hey, Stranger Things have happened. Nintendo has officially released Star Fox 2 all of these years later. Like, that's just the game that is out and, like, like on my NSO Super Nintendo I'm right now, right? Yeah, so who knows what might happen someday. Again, I don't know how complete that version of Conquer ever was, but uh, there's a build of it. So that's neat. Right. Is, did that dinosaur planet uh, build ever leak? I forget. I forget if that like leaked or what. It sounds like it did. You're right. When you say that, I'm like, maybe it yeah, did. Yeah, that sounds my, familiar. My, yeah, my interest in Dinosaur Planet is only so high, I'm afraid to say. It is, by the way, it is funny. People, you know, so, you know, we're all making nuts and bolts jokes with Tears of the Kingdom. And it's like, wow. I do like when some, every once in a while, person is like, you believe they would steal from nuts and bolts. It's like, remember Dinosaur Planet <laughs> slash Star Fox Adventures? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So it did leak. Sean said he's going to play it on stream this week. Wow. Okay. Oh, cool. Is that like, how complete is that build? That's interesting. I think it, I think there's um some things you can't get past, but there's a way to jump around. I think again, I'm just wow. pulling this out of memory. I can't remember. Uh, video video watchers are able to see the the, the, the gameplay off a of CRT of right and of Conquer's Twelve Tales happening right now. And the gameplay is like the special intro intro screen, right? So yeah, Twelve Tales Conquer sixty four. That's neat. All right, uh, last uh, little thing here, Jeff Dolphin. The GameCube emulator is coming to Steam. Yeah, what? let's go. Wow. So so this means that you'll just be able to like install the Dolphin emulator straight from like this a Steam store page. Now, obviously, you're going to have to provide your own ROMs and stuff because ROMs, again, are sort of the illegal gray area here. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I mean, for a lot of people, this might not change much, but this is going to make this easier and more accessible for a lot of people. I mean, you understand this stuff more. Maybe you could explain why this matters. I mean, it, it just matters because it's cool to be on Steam. I, it, it isn't some big uh, paradigm shift or anything like that, but it'll be cool. It'll make it more accessible to more people. More people will be likely to install it. That And, and by going to the Steam audience, it means that the UI designers and the people designing Dolphin are going to be more likely to, like, let's make this even simpler and make it easier to get the stuff loaded. It's already very simple. There's There is no real challenge to it. But they already said that they are going to improve the UI for people who might be playing on a controller on on or on Steam Deck. So it's like, well, that that's all welcome. That's all cool. I I personally will just keep installing uh, Ste uh, Dolphin just like I keep installing RetroArch, even though that's on. Excuse me, that's on Steam. There's just um some benefits there. But if you have a Steam Deck and you're like, oh, that Emu Deck scares me. I don't even want to go into desktop mode. Well, now you can just use this and play. You know, F Zero GX on your Steam Deck can be all good, uh, just as long as you're playing one of your legal backup ISOs instead. Mm -hmm. Pretty cool stuff. I mean, you know, some of us are cool dudes who have uh, awesome HDMI converters for our GameCubes, but for the peons down there, this is nice for them. Oh, David, HDMI did uh, we have HDMI? I guess no. I just had a component, right? You could get or composite. I can't remember which one is which. I'm not actually sure. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh... You could probably good get question. good cables for a Wii. I don't think it made much of a difference, though. Yeah, but then you get the who wants to use a Wii to play GameCube games, man? Well, no, to play Wii games because the Dolphin can use can play Wii games as well. So, oh, I was about to say, I thought you were trying to say that it's like, oh, I can play GameCube with my Wii. It's like, yeah, I could go to the prom with my cousin, but it's <laughs> yes. not really the no, same I, thing. Listen, I'm not a monster, please. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, 
even even the time playing uh, GameCube games on the Wii, it was like they made it, it made it look a little bit weird actually. Um, and then things got yeah, but whatever. This is this is cool. I'm glad people can get Dolphin in a more easy way. Dolphin is incredible. It's an incredible incredible piece of software. Right. It deserves to be in front of as many people as possible. It's pretty incredible that the uh, you ask anybody to name one emulator, and like probably the most brand recognition emulator out there in the world is the one for the GameCube, which is very far from being the best selling console in the world. I yep. just keep loving that GameCube glow up, Jeff. Yep, it deserves it. Here we are. Yeah, Nesticle will probably be number two, maybe. Project oh, 64. Nesticle has such a good name, but exactly. I still think Dolphin. Oh, Dolphin's number one with a, with a with a bullet. Yes, I think so. Yeah. All these people are saying Nesticle. Are you people just saying Nesticle, or do you actually think Nesticle has more brand recognition than Dolphin? Because I don't no, know. No, they, they don't think that. I promise you, they don't, they don't think that. If they do, they're you wrong. Think, you'd be surprised what people think, Jeff. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, that is it for our news topics. Want to want to read some of these super chats we got here? We'll take a little break. Yeah, let me see here if they are going to load into this. I think this is all of them. All right, here we go from James Gold calling it "Falling Rocks Are Tears of the Kingdom." Yeah, I, I think that's probably right. I think it's because I mean the kingdom falling mm-hmm. down from the sky—they're the tears of the kingdom. I mean, I'll buy it, but maybe there's more to it. What do you think, Mike? I think that there isn't going to be like some it like if there like how it's not exactly clear what the breath of the wild is. Sure. I don't know if the tears of the kingdom are going to be any big thing. There might be like a lot of things that sort of gesture at that concept, like these falling pieces from the from the sky, like Zelda crying at some point. I don't know, but I don't think it's going to be like the Wind Waker of the Ocarina of Time, where it's some bespoke thing that has this manifested physical form. Uh, from Burrito, just wanted to say hello, dogs, or Jeff, two more plain hot dogs, Grub, and Mike, two more plain hot dogs, Minotti, and then he does the wave emoji and the hot dog emoji. Uh, thank you so much, Burrito. I appreciate that. Uh, Nintendo Derek, in the past, I've appreciated your game mess list for all the summer events. Do you still plan on doing that this year? It seems important this year. Yes, I'll do yeah. that. Yeah, I'll keep up with that as best I can. It's um, seems like it's going to be a real mess this year, so... We'll do what we can. I, I do it for, like, at this point, I'll just do it kind of for, for work and see how we can uh, stay ahead of everything. But I will definitely, I'll definitely share it. We'll share, we'll talk about it on Giant Bomb. We'll talk about it on Game S Mornings, things like that. Uh, from Winter Gamer, now that the Wii U and 3DS shops are officially closed, what is the likelihood that next year we'll see games ported over to the Switch now? Uh, next year, we will see games ported over to the Switch now. Um, okay, so, like, Wii U games and three 3, 3DS uh, 3DS games. I I mean, I think I think that'll still keep happening. I think that um, right. I mean, yeah. For, again, for Wii U, there's not much for them to port at this point, aside right. from like Star Fox Zero and Xenoblade Chronicles X and Zelda HD. The Zelda HD games, right? So there's like a few. I bet we'll get some more of those. 3DS is different because there's extra work yet to put in there. Uh, so I would love to see. Um, you know, Link Blink Between Worlds or even those 3DS versions of Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask get a glow up. Uh, like even like a Switch version of Fire Emblem Awakening would be cool. But we have, yeah, 3DS ports that hasn't really happened yet. That one might be more difficult, but that's the one where you wonder are they more incentivizing now with those shopping clothes? I don't know if they are. It that they might still happen someday, but I don't know if they're thinking like, well, fair is fair. Now that people can't buy these on the 3DS anymore, we have to make sure no. there's another way for them to get them, right? Yeah, that's that's not how they're uh, thinking about it. I don't think they they are right. um, definitely going to be like oh. when when this makes sense for us business wise. Yeah, and Mechanize uh, says you know Etrian Odyssey and your masters are on on the way, so that's true. There's probably some other like kind of third parties doing their own thing there. But in terms of Nintendo. Like 
have we had any like 3DS games remastered for Switch? We haven't had Metroid Samus Returns that I can think of. Like, there's no Mario Land. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not... I don't know if they've been thinking about that very much yet. We definitely, and it's a tragedy, we don't have Federation Force yet. Somehow, I can't believe it. Metopia. Oh, Metopia. <laughs> Metopia. Great. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think you're proving my point, really. That's <laughs> what Afterthought it is. If Metopia. Kid, there's rumors about that Kid Icarus, Kid Icarus Uprising. And right. that would be great. That would be smart. That's. Uh, I hope that one's true. And maybe that can kind of open the floodgates a bit, if it is uh true for sure i went to uh lyrics.com and i searched by word and one song uh by futuristic sex robots uh has nesticle mentioned in it and i couldn't find any that mentioned dolphin but i had to search like dolphin and emulator try to that's kind of rough because that's rough. just the word exactly so i would um, like, like uh, that's dolphin minus mammals yeah that's that's not rough, gonna rough, help rough. but hey one mentions nesticle so there you go uh, good to know there was a there was there's a there's a, a lot of those like I remember in the 2000s, there was a ton of just like fan rock bands just playing NES songs. The Neskimos was one of them. Yeah, that was a good. Pun. Absolutely. That was a good time. Uh, now we just have like yeah. basically professional musicians playing awesome covers uh, like of all kinds of versions on YouTube. So it's a yeah. golden age for that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's a bit of a shame that like the one really cool touring orchestra orchestral uh, thing doing music was by was run by Tommy Teller. Why is that a shame? He made Metroid Prime. Well, it's a shame because I don't think they're doing it. Weird that no one wants to work with him. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, you have a good birthday week. I did. I had a good time. We went out. We went to, to a main event, which is like a Dave and Buster's sort of barcade thing. Uh, we played. Some cruise and blast. Uh, that was yeah. fun. Uh, we got uh, you. You uh, got a thousand tickets from the tower game, so you had a bunch the of hologram tickets. Hologram stacking game. Yes, I was very good at that. Yes, and so uh, then you know we played a bunch of other stuff. I played a Flappy Bird game and got a pretty good amount of uh, tickets from that. And uh, yeah, you we, told me not to embarrass you, and then I immediately died. When immediately, I yes, you. <laughs> immediately. I'm like, we did a two player mode of that, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to at least like forty or fifty here. Don't don't die like way before that, and you died on like the third one. Um, yeah, that was bad. Uh, yeah, but it was uh, it was a really good time. I'm I'm a sort of I've I've made my peace with what those arcades are now. Those mostly ticket games. I'm kind of like actually relieved that some of the ticket games are actually just straight up video games. I think that's that's fine. Uh, most of the cool games that I liked were made by Raw Thrills, which is uh, one of the founders of that. Was one of the found well one of the early employees at Atari. Um, so it's like, hey, yeah, I'm, this is this is this is a good time. I had a good time, and then we went downtown. We went to 16-bit, which is um, you know, another barcade arcade. that just has actual classic arcade machines all on free play. And uh, again, that's just a really great time. I really like. I'm glad we went back the, there. The best was you and uh, my brother AJ was with us. Found uh, this like like nice lounge section that had a bunch of Genesis minis. Yep. And you two were just both playing Shinobi Three. And you know, I'm a big Shinobi Three advocate, yep. so I got. Very excited to just yeah, you were, and watch you play Shinobi. Yeah, you were getting a drink, and I'm just like, I'm gonna go sit over here. I said, I see the chairs open. These are big, comfy chairs. I did this last time. I know they have the, the Genesis Mini set up, so I'm just gonna sit down and see what strikes me. And I'm like, oh yeah, Shinobi Three. I'm like, that's the game I'm in the mood for. That's like a pretty easy one just to get into. Uh, and I played that. And then you were coming back to the bar. You're like, someone's playing Shinobi Three. And then you came over and saw it was us. So yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And then um. I was uh, playing Tapper, and I'm playing Tapper, and I had a, a, a friend Dave uh, was over there uh, with me, and we were just kind of minding our own business. And then a, a, this woman turns to me, and she says, "Sir," and I thought that was very funny. "Sir, how how do you say uh, Galaga?" And I'm like, and she's like, "Is it Galaga or Galaga?" 
and I, I could have just died. <laughs> I'm like, this was incredible. Uh, it's it's Galaga, but can you go over to that? It was you, it was, a, it was a Ash guy, and then you. Me and Andrew were playing Final Fight. That's right on the other side, basically, she was in between us. And I'm like, can you go over to that second bald man right there and tell him how it's pronounced, what I just said? And she just went right over there, over to you and said it. And then you were like, how'd you get her to say that? I'm like, she asked me. I was me. so confused. <laughs> she asked me. This random woman I was like, like it's Galaga. And like, she was like, he he he. And yeah, I walked away. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> it was uh, uh, it was a very fun time. So I had a good I had a good birthday weekend. Uh, it was fun. I think I left my uh, debit card down at uh, where's the place where you get the the French toast beer, but it was sold out. Oh no, Southern Tier. Yeah, I think I mean oh, I got no. it. They gave it back, but I I must have just left it in the the little tray or something like that. So oh, no, I, I'll get down there and get it back. I'm sure they're just holding on to it. There I'll give them a call and get see that, what they say. You got a beer there that you hated? Get another one. Of yeah, them. I'll go there and actually get see if they have the French toast beer back and actually yeah, get they're that. out of the French toast beer there. Uh, yes, but yeah, it was a shame. But yeah. Yeah, we, we went to Mabel's, Michael Simon's restaurant. Oh, I got, God, it's got so yeah, good. so good. It was what well, you got. A, you got like a bowl called "This Is Cleveland." Yes. like this is Barda, and it was just filled with uh, ribs, uh, pulled, but no, not pulled pork. It was ribs, brisket. I think they pulled chicken. No, no, it was pulled pork also, and pulled then like pork, yeah. sauerkraut and other stuff. And you it just was so it in that good. Sauce, that sauce you love so good. Damn. Yeah, and that barbecue sauce is it continues to be amazing. You got us, you, and you bought us all a bottle of the of, right. uh, of the Michael Simon Mabel's barbecue sauce, the Cleveland barbecue Party sauce. Again. And um, yeah, I've been putting that on stuff here and there. And boy, it's just so tasty. So yeah, it was it was a great time. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for taking me out. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Hey, look at this. It's Xcore gifted and Jeff Grubb game mess hey. membership. Wow! Thank you, Xcore. So yeah, gifts the gift subs are working now, that everybody. Works. So look out for that. Uh, maybe we could do something with that in the future, where we can um, have like goals or something like that. But Xcore, thank you so much, man. Thanks for actually thanks for testing it out. I think that's the first gifted membership on the channel. So shout out Exciting to you. Stuff. Yeah, so you gave it to uh, J J JG from Space. Uh, how is space? That's I want to. I'm curious because I might we might have to move there someday soon. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, hey, look at that. We already got 100 thumbs up. We don't even have to beg for that. Thank you, everybody. We're gonna take a short break here. When we come back, we've got questions from the community. We're gonna talk about the Nintendo games we've been like <laughs> many bits in space, Ohio. That's, there is a there's a moon, Ohio. <laughs> or oh, man, I would love to live actually. on the moon. That's in, that's in Pennsylvania. It's right by the airport, Moon, Pennsylvania. I always laugh because you go to the airport, you have to drive by like all these signs that just look like normal highway signs that say Moon. <laughs> Take this exit for Moon. Take this exit for Moon. Oh, I love that. That's okay. great. That's good stuff. All right, Juan, we'll be right back on a little bit. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. Jeff, let's get into these community questions. Hey, you want to read this the super chat from Rachel first? Or? Well, I want, would like you to read it. Since that's, that's what I meant. Job. That's what I meant. Uh, Rachel Acker, I got pulled back into Tamodachi life on the 3DS. It never had a direct sequel. What other games do you wish got an official sequel? Yeah, I, I, I love Tomodachi Life. Um, it's a, it's a, that's a really fun one. I for some reason I thought there might be ones before that that are J Japanese only or Japan only. And I, I don't wanna, know if it's oh, is that true? I don't know. I'm not sure. I always had I always got that sense, but that could be wrong. I don't know. I that, I just assumed that I think and never actually looked into it. Um, so it's like I wonder if there's like uh, like uh, fan translations of those that may not exist. Um, but uh, games that I wish. Um, it was a street pass game. Yeah, that would have been weird. Yeah, but well, yeah, yeah. There was there was like Tomodachi like stuff related to that, but that was a lot, just a lot of me games. Um, games that never got a sequel that you wish did. Uh, Mike, do you want to go with your go to? Uh, Star Tropics. Yes. <laughs> that would, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Star Tropics got a sequel, but right. Like uh, for a very long time ago, uh, and I, you know, I really want like a new Star Tropics. Absolutely. Someone, Dominic uh, Freza says Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Again, we we have kind of sequels. Yeah, kind of. But it's messed really. up messed up yeah i mean even oh, super hippity. mario rpg right like i mean pa yeah, paper mario was called super mario rpg 2 but no come on you know what i mean yeah there's that him hibbity uh says henry hatsworth which oh. is like straight up nintendo but man that's so, that's ea that's electronic arts that's yeah what no that's fucked up no way yes it is yeah ea made but henry hatsworth they weird. published it at least yeah that's uh, that was always a weird one um but yeah that's uh that's we're all caught up on super chats again uh thank you so much rachel all right yeah, there was like that one like kind of tropical town in breath of the wild and it was just was like man there was just a freaking star tropics game that was just a breath of the wild clone but like slightly more star tropics-y god that'd be amazing tink says now that the 3ds and wii u eShops are done it feels like a ton of games will be lost to history after market prices for 3ds's are nuts do y'all think nintendo would ever release another dual screen system and bring some of those games to nso slash sell updated ports or is that a pipe dream? Seems like money left on the table for them. Yeah, it is. This, it's this kind of problem, Jeff, with the DS and 3DS and the Wii U to a degree, where because of this dual screen nature, it's not just like as easy as saying, well, we'll just emulate it on our Steam Decks or our computer someday. For some games, that works surprisingly fine. Yes, you can just emulate right. it on those things and it's OK. But it is like different. It, it's maybe not ideal. There is something to just having the, those the, that original hardware. I sure do hope that someday they will just make either like uh, like the, their new system is somehow dual screen again. So it'll be really easy for them to do like virtual consoles or NSO uh, consoles for these things. Or maybe they can make another retro console again. They could just like release something that looks like a 3DS in a DS and it just has all these built in games. And then we'll really will very easily be able to jailbreak them and add more. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think someone's going to come up with a solution for this eventually. I bet if um, two, three years, we get a, um, a, a Kickstarter or Indiegogo for, hey, this is the dual screen emulation device 
that everyone's been asking for and it's going to be super good so it can last you for a very long time and basically it's just going to be it's going to solve all these problems and there you go and it's going to have this perfect a lot like analog pocket right it'll be a lot like that for um i i, I don't necessarily think analog will do it but one of these companies will probably go and try to figure that out um and i'll welcome it and i think that'll be the right way to do it for for like uh, the most of us that care in the meantime, though, hang on to your 3DSs. Hack them also. Hack your 3DS. It's the easiest thing in the world. Um, it's very easy to follow right. that guy. It's, Just hack them and, and get the H-Shop if you have to, you know, commit some even crimes. If we get, even if we get another dual-screen system, we're probably not going to get one with that 3D support anytime soon. Yeah, which, exactly. Uh, I still think it's uh, is really cool. Uh, oh, thank you. Rachel says thank you for your support. Thank you for watching and engaging. And, you know, not least importantly, for your money. Uh, Velocity <laughs> Prime says... Happy Tuesday to Jeff Forty Grub and Mike the Machine Minotti. Ooh, I like that. I recently read an article about the difficulty of naming movies, and it made me think, what do you think makes a good name for a video game? More than most mediums, it feels like game titles can be arbitrary nouns and numbers. So what makes a title sing? You know, I haven't come up with a topic for next week yet, so I like this. What is the best name for a Nintendo game? I like it. All right. All right. So there we go. Uh, I think that it has to be both descriptive and kind of fun. Uh, like, it doesn't necessarily have to have alliteration, but that helps. That's why I like Wind Waker. It's descriptive. It tells me what's kind of going on a little bit in that game. With the fun alliteration. Uh, Breath of the Wild is good, too. It's not maybe not super descriptive. It is evocative of kind of what you can expect, though. So that works, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I um. Uh, right. I, I think if you are just going for, I mean, if you're Zelda, you could kind of get away with a lot. But um, yeah, you know, if you're if you're a new game and you are, let's say, like a a team based shooter, and you got to name it something, it's like what fucking hyenas? Who gives a shit? Like, let's just yeah. name it whatever. It's tough. It seems like a rough business to be in, and yet you also have to kind of come up with something that does stand out, so you could trademark it. And there's all these reasons to be able to do that. So um. But like I, I kind of like where movies are at, where it's just like there's money heist. Well, that's okay. Plane, mur, mur, yeah, plane, murder mystery. <laughs> Netflix has murder mystery too. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right, and then you know, John Wick, Tetris. There's a lot of ones like this. It's just the thing. All right, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm down. Uh, but yeah, I, I think video games are kind of. They'll, they'll be fine for a while. Eventually, it is just going to be like the thing. There, there will be yeah. eventually just playing the movie, the game, which I'm I'm yeah. very excited to play. What's the worst name for a Nintendo game? Super Mario 3D World is still really stupid. Well, I mean, that doesn't help anybody. Yeah, I mean, the, the worst ones are probably like Super Mario uh, Advance for like Super Mario Brothers right. 3, whatever it yeah, was. That's yeah, that's great. That's good. Yeah. Uh. Chuck, 1991, says, Greetings, Jeff Hall, Grubb, and Mike Oates, Minotti. So I finally became a criminal. I was hoping that having easy access to a digital library of retro games would allow me to part with my physical collection, but I still can't bring myself to do it. What's wrong with me? I mean, having a physical collection is always about more than having access to games. You think I played every single one of these GameCube games that I that I own? You think no, I just, just the Shrek games. That's it. Just the Shrek games. Absolutely. You know, it's I mean, look, if you're not obviously if you're like hurting for money or whatever, then yeah, like, you know, maybe maybe sell them. But, uh, you know, it seems like at least for now, games are only going to be going up in value for a bit here still. So don't feel bad about not selling them if you don't feel like you want to. Yeah, I mean, we were 
Humans get attached to things. We um, give them intrinsic value. Uh, you know, th th that's a whole thing. Like we do that all the time. It's a uh, very easy to be like, man, this thing is important to me, and I, I yeah, yeah, if it sparks joy, keep it. Um, for me, it is all about like games or experiences. So I was able to be like, okay, I, I don't, I want to just focus on the experience part. That doesn't mean there's something wrong with like the way you're doing things. You know what doesn't spark joy? I'm trying. I'm showing this side of it so people see my address. But this came in. Addressed to Mitch Tolkota. <laughs> so yeah. I think I know it's wrong. This is my Blight Club game. Oh, yes. I'm not allowed to see. Oh, my God. Weeks until you could open that. But Weeks until I can open this. So it's going to be like oh resistant temptation here. Oh, I, man. I, all I know is that it's a game for the original Xbox. <laughs> okay, that, that's great. Everyone tell uh, tell Dan that uh, that Mitch Tolkota got his package. Now he knows. I okay. told him when okay. we, we, re we recorded the play it forward. I okay, fantastic. And he's very excited. Good. So, oh, boy. Everyone's like, you tease. Look, I just as teased as you guys are. I don't know what it is. <laughs> he doesn't know. I do. I'm, I'm following instructions. I'm a tease. Uh, yeah, yeah, you always were. Uh, Truman <laughs> says, all right, dogs, it's time to hear me vent. I'm fresh back from a day at Super Nintendo World, and boy, was that a letdown. I hope you both enjoy your trip, but temper those expectations beforehand, because it is damn small, and the lines are atrocious. Overall, the experience was mediocre. But it's partially my fault for thinking it's going to be more immersive. I can't say anything about the cafe because the wait time was five hours. I mean, yeah, waits always get ridiculous for these new things, Jeff. Yeah, uh, we're expecting I, that. I'm, I'm kind of used to that. I have I I've been trying to temper people's expectations about how big this was for a long time. You know that, I've right? I think um, this Hollywood version. It's not like, like some uh, tiny version, like some tiny thing compared to other things like this, right? It's just normal size for one of these things, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, maybe even then a little bit, not much. Like, maybe the Avatar area in Disney World is bigger than it's still, sure. But right, but that's still. like fully built out, and it is what it's going to be, right? They're not going to add on modules to the Avatar thing, right? No, well, they're not adding on modules to this Hollywood one that's either. That's right, Hollywood, right, that's right. And I talked before about how little space they have in Hollywood, mm -hmm. this thing. But I don't, you know. Uh, you know, I, I, I have heard this before. I also heard a lot of people say that they like it. I'm sure I'm still going to enjoy it quite a bit uh i i, I think I, i'm pretty good with my expectations for these kind of things and look i'm easy to please with theme park stuff honestly and if you have a whole mario themed area or theme park i'm gonna have a uh, a pretty good time but i'm sorry uh yeah you had a, a rough go of it yeah that's a shame but dr suss says hey turd burglars you guys commented on the high cost of cartridges for nintendo and third-party devs if nintendo maintains the hybrid concept there will be no disk drive so to what format can they change their physical games to increase capacity without having to increase the price too much. Please don't say anything about cartridges, Jeff. I've never commented on cartridges. Okay. For the Switch, because they don't exist. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well look. You know what the, you know what he means. <laughs> Cards. I mean, look, the next Switch is just going to use something similar and things are going to continue to trend more towards digital, of course, but yeah, they're just going to spend that money uh, making those carts. Is that, is that the one you're okay with? Can I call them carts? Cards. 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 Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. They'll keep making those cards too, right? Yes. That's, yeah. They, I mean, yeah. They're, they're not going to, I don't think they're going to switch probably. Um, uh, you know, they'll switch do, for the next switch. Yeah. They're not going to switch for the next switch. I, you know, the prices will probably go keep going down slowly for these things. Um, but I think the, the plan will just be let's keep doing what we've been doing, try to keep games under 32 gigabytes, use that as the biggest one that is available on the market. Not the biggest one that they've made. Oh man, you're bringing out a lot of yeah, it's yeah. just the greatest hits tonight, now, baby. Geez. Let's go. Yeah. Holy crap. <laughs> um, 
And then, you know, if we have to have, have a bigger game than 32 gigabytes, we'll just, just fucking download it. Who cares? You all have the internet. And if you don't, it's a Switch. Take it to McDonald's and download it there. Uh, so, it, yeah, they're just going to probably keep using the cards. I, I mean, maybe they'll have something else. But they'll probably what they'll probably do is just, like, have a an update to the eShop and the stuff like that and have a bigger internal storage, things things along those lines. Uh, maybe, maybe that's a pipe dream. I would really like for them to have an SSD. That would be cool. Gerber says a ROM of the PC Engine game Toilet Kids and Isekai was pre-installed on this otherwise lovely handheld I recently bought. It's uh, got one hell of an intro, roughly 25 seconds of the video. No, after consulting TurboShawn, I'm just adding a warning to not show it on stream until after you watch. Oh, OK, then we'll watch this later. Then I never heard of Toilet Kids. I can only imagine, though. Man, I got that uh, that racist Super Nintendo. This feels like one of those games would be on there. <laughs> I bet you did, <laughs> I haven't opened it I yet. Bet. I got it over there. So, yeah, I'm watching. I'm going to watch this real quick. I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, man, there's. Oh, my God. No, what's happening. Wait, they're not actually going to. Oh, what is no. happening? Describe oh, it. Oh, I saw. No, I'm not going to say those words out loud. Butthole. Oh, the kid. No, but. Uh, let's just say that the word toilet kids is very accurate descriptor. Oh, okay. Well, and, um, we're not going to show that on the podcast, everybody. Yeah, Sorry. But no, <laughs> don't. I'm, I'm not going to say it. No, oh, I wow. get it. Okay. Uh, uh, Super Harmon says, I was recently speaking to my older coworker about the upcoming Tetris movie. And related a story about how on a road trip, I woke up one morning to find my Game Boy had flat batteries as my dad was up late playing Tetris. Um, she decided to one up me and say that her primary memories of Tetris on Game Boy was playing it after dropping acid. That's enhancing the Tetris effect. Anyway, what's your favorite music track on the Game Boy Tetris? While A is iconic, I'm actually partial to B. Oh, it's A all the way for me. I need. I like B a lot, but it is A. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I. I never actually got the Tetris effect. I got that effect from two other things. I one time had a awful case of Pokemon Puzzle League effects back when that one was out. Sure, God. I literally couldn't sleep because I just saw those tiles. The I saw the, the famous, panel, the the famous panels. The Pokemon right. Puzzle League effect, absolutely. Yeah, uh, it was nuts. Then I, I actually, uh, especially when I was playing Diablo 2, got a Diablo 2 effect a ton where I was just seeing that those orbs, those blue and red orbs for my health and mana, like <laughs> like in all my dreams and who I was going, I just saw them so much. So uh, that was those are my effects. I saw I played so much Assassin's Creed Brotherhood that basically anytime I saw a wall or a pipe, I'm like, I can climb that. I can grab my, like my brain was just <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit, I just knocked down the stream deck. Oh my god. Not this one not this keyboard too. I already broke my last one. I gotta get a paper towel. Oh man, I'm breaking stuff too over here. I dropped my street my stream deck. Oh no. All right, guys, we're taking a quick break while we get this show back on on rails. <laughs> he really did break his keyboard. <laughs> ah, very good. Uh, so this is a good show. I think we do here. Professional. Hey, okay, I'm glad you said that. There's been a few times now where you've been unhappy with the quality <laughs> of this. So I'm glad you think we're doing a good job. Next question here is from Casual. Here, Jeff Pogs need to make a comeback like yesterday, Grub. And Mike, the George Floridian Minotti, what's your number one most wanted NSO game for each system? Okay, let's go one at a time here, Jeff. I'm going to name a system, name a game that's not on there that you would like to see on there. Okay. Um, okay. Let's, yeah, go ahead. NES. 
Yeah, I, 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 you know, uh, is the NES version of Tetris actually on there? Uh, I don't think they put oh, that. Come on, of all the things. That's well, that, that's, the, that's, that's the that's the just one. what you're thinking of. Well, it is. But I mean, I, yeah, there's it's there's a lot of stuff already on. They they. I mean, if I could have like any sort of license game. Yeah, uh, DuckTales. Uh, yeah, the Tecmo Bowl. Uh, give me that. Yeah, I want DuckTales. SNES. I mean, Super Mario RPG, right? Uh, yes, clearly. I mean, Super Mario RPG. Yes. Yeah, although they should put Terra Enigma on there. Uh, Nintendo sixty four. Uh yeah, let's see. It's probably gonna be one of the other rare games. Probably Diddy Kong Racing. Mm, if it's gonna be a rare game, maybe I think Blast Core. Oh, I would like Blast Bomberman Corby, sixty four right. on there. Actually, that'd be great too. Bomber sixty four was cool, and that's what like why not? Like actually, yeah. like come on, totally that can't be that hard a deal to make. Uh, original Game Boy Donkey Kong ninety four for me. Donkey Kong ninety four for me. Game Boy Color. Um. Warlocked, please. Uh, Warlocked, which is the uh, oh, the Warcraft yeah. game for Game Boy, basically. That'd be cool. Pokemon Crystal would also be pretty cool on that. Or, or the um, the Mega Man Extreme games would be good. And then uh, Game Boy Advance. Uh, I mean, Metroid Zero Mission is a very big one there for me. That Astro Boy game would be really cool uh, for sure. Gunstar Heroes Advance or whatever it's called would be yeah, a lot of fun. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Game Boy Advance. You want to say? Um, uh, I mean, they've announced a lot of the ones that I wanted immediately. That was actually, uh, I guess. Um, I, I don't. I guess I kind of want the Game Boy Advance versions of Advance Wars on there as well, uh, just because yeah. the art style is so different. That'd be nice to have those. And then oh, uh, Astro, Astro Boy's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, Genesis. Uh, I'm trying to think which. Oh, Shadow Dancer's not on Genesis yet for some reason, and Shadow Dancer's just Shinobi with a dog friend. So I would be a big fan of that. that yeah, uh, just um, just cheat and do some 32x games and do like the 32x version of like Virtual Racer and stuff like that. Calibri or whatever. Yeah, there you go. Do Sega oh, CD. Oh, oh, Derek's right. Rocket Knight Adventures is not on Genesis. Come on. No. That'd be so good. How the hell is it not? That I can make Rebecca Stone play it. Nope. She's never allowed to play it. <laughs> it's too perfect. All right. Uh, Mr. Bowler says, hey, Mike, no, you can't just pick Bigfoot for the Splash Fest if you don't actually think it exists, Naughty. <laughs> Jeff, ha <laughs> team Bigfoot go pew pew grub. <laughs> wow, that's perfect. Wait, well, Forsman's like, wait, what am I not allowed to play? Yeah, remember Rocket Knight Adventure, Rebecca? That's that Genesis game I picked. No, she doesn't remember. She doesn't remember. She, you tweeted that. You tweeted like for you, oh, it was the, it was the most important day of your life. For her, it was Tuesday. <laughs> it wasn't even directed at me. Yeah, but it's, like... it was your pick on your thing on your draft. <laughs> I, I aged thirty years when she tweeted. Have fun, I guess. It's just a picture of the box art with with Sparks looking <laughs> dopey and cute, yeah, looking dumb. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, which I love, by the way. Yeah, got it. Or Force Fish was probably like. Doing something else just heard her name. She says she'll play it for me. Yes, it's no. on your summer to do list. Yep, it is. She's gonna love it. It's a great game. Not allowed. Fantastic game. Um. Anyways, Mister Boyer actually uh, goes on here. Says, "All right, old dogs, it's time to teach these young pups a lesson. What's something gaming related that the kids of today have easier compared to when you were a kid? What's something from your youth that you enjoyed and these kids don't know they're missing out on it? I mean." It's an easy one to go to, Jeff, but it was fun going to the video game rental store. That was going to be mine Renting as well. Games yep. was really fun. It was now 
it was some ways bad for the industry, especially like in the 16-bit era, especially towards the end of it. There's this whole weird thing where people were making their games too hard because everybody was terrified people would beat them in a weekend. And that's why you had things like a Lion King game that was stupid difficult, right? Uh, so, so there was like bad aspects to it, but it was just it was always great just walking around there, having this actual place you're walking inside and there's video screens playing clips from Back to the Future and Star Wars and it's like, whoa, we can write a movie and a game, maybe, yep. and maybe get some popcorn. Yeah, uh, it had a good it smell a- to it with all that plastic and the popcorn and, yeah. and everything. It's like, yeah, it was it was special. It was really cool. And like, I mean, that sense of discovery of picking a game because of its cover, and then it actually turns out it was fun. Like, I mean, Kirby's Dream Course is the quintessential one for me for, for that, where it's like when I never actually owned, but I rented a hundred times. And that first time was like Man, golf Kirby, I think that's what they're telling me by this. I mean, Kirby's dream course, and there's a hole there, and he goes, okay, I mean, I'll give it a shot, and then take it home and be like, oh my god, this is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And that that felt really cool. It felt like you had discovered something, and, uh, you know, you, obviously there's ways to, to uh, mimic that today with, like, going and buying stuff on the Steam store, but a lot of people are like, I don't like all this junk here. Like, I just give me the good games. I'm like, nah, it, it, this is actually what reminds me of going to Blockbuster or whatever it was when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's X Corps said renting a console from Blockbuster in the suitcase. I remember renting yep. my a Dreamcast before it came out from Hollywood Video. Yeah, we rented a and Saturn and a rolled. PlayStation like in back to back weekends, and that was a really good time. That's the only time we ever did that was yeah. just for those two systems, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, well, so the, and something game related that the kids have today easier today compared to when you were a kid. I mean, checkpoints. The, yeah. the checkpoints are very, very generous now. Even like Resident Evil Four, and I'm glad about it to be clear. Oh, yeah, clearly. But like, it's like you save in those typewriters, but it doesn't like. To be, if you die, it's like you're going back to the typewriter. There's a million checkpoints that's going to take you back to you, and you have infinite lives. So, yeah. Right. And, you, and um, nice. you're not going to get misinformation, really. Uh, if a game is out, there is going to be a dedicated YouTuber who has spent thousands of hours finding everything out they can about that game, and they will have detailed guides about how to do anything, and you will never be, actually be lost. So, yes, all that mm-hmm. stuff is way easier now. Oh. And just translations and like voice acting quality, like that's just a gimme for the most part these days uh-huh. for so long, like well to the PlayStation 2 era, or even the PlayStation 3 era, that just might be bad, like like yeah. really weirdly written, like awful voices from people who work at the office. Uh, sometimes even for big game franchises, like here's Mega Man 8. It's the eighth one. It's Mega Man. Bring it to the US. Who cares? Who around the Japanese office can speak English as a second language? Kind of your mega man <laughs> like, like that, like that. So they're yep. always shit. Uh, Keywork says, stop, y'all. This is Nintendo adjacent Internet Archive. Can you elaborate on what is going on with it in the U.S. government? Jeff, I'm, I've seen a little bit of this. I'm not entirely sure. I bet you are following this probably a bit more closely. I don't know if you have anything to say about the Internet Archive. Yeah, uh, basically publishers have sued the Internet Archive. Book publishers have sued the Internet, Internet Ar- Archive for lending books as a digital library. Um, basically, they're saying that's against the license agreement of a digital book. And uh, they've lost their first court case in a federal court. Uh, and so, uh, you know, the, the, the Internet Archive says they're going to appeal. They're just saying that we are a new version of a library and libraries have had these protected rights for a very long time. And we want to enshrine, enshrine this stuff. And a lot of authors are like, well, we, we're against this because you got to buy our books. And um, I, well, I, I appreciate that. The Internet Archive, you guys know how I feel about it. It is a special resource. It deserves to be protected and enshrined. And uh, 
and there's no guarantee that's the way it's going to go. Um, you know, copyright in this country, in, in most countries, it is very much in favor of uh, when a corporation has a complaint, it usually goes in the favor of that corporation. And these are a lot of big pu book publishing corporations that make a lot of money. Uh, they are probably going to get their way unless unless the Internet Archive can get support and put up a good fight. Um, so, yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's scary. But, I, you know, I'm hopeful until it goes to the Supreme Court. In which case, uh, that current Supreme Court probably is not going to have any interest in protecting uh, the Internet Internet Archive. They're just going to be like, what? They stole your books and let people read it for free? Um, yeah, so this it's going gonna, it's gonna to be rough. And then if, if that stuff, you know, the, the worst case scenario here is that Internet Archive does get nuked and it's just no longer a viable operation, in which case that would just be devastating. It has so much stuff backed up on it. There are so many, and they were they were going beyond just backing up online but like we want to back up all of human history and they started like taking documents like hard copy documents and putting them up on the internet archive it was it's a special thing uh but yeah w w hopefully they'll be able to fight it off and hopefully they'll be able to like protect themselves and uh yeah if you want to donate to any any organization internet archive is a good call long gifs <laughs> after that i had to say long gifs uh long <laughs> gif says what's up mike too hotty minotti and jeff pub grub might be a controversial opinion on a Nintendo podcast, but although Nintendo have made great games for a decade, they've always lagged behind their contemporaries in terms of storytelling. Even Fire, uh, even Fire Emblem is notable for one-note characters, and story are noted as being the one really weak element of Breath of the Wild. The Mario RPGs has some funny writing, I guess. Is Nintendo bad at writing, or is it just a secondary concern? What are the great Nintendo stories? I just, I don't think, I, I think it is not a priority for them. That's right. And I think that's fine. I think when they make good stories, it's really more that they're fun stories. Like Mario RPG isn't some like narratively rich tale, but it's got these fun characters. It's got, you know, this, these interesting places you explore. It's got a lot of these fun moments. So that's work. And that's what Zelda games are like. Uh, yeah. And again, like, even like the Fire Emblems that I think have better stories, like Fire Emblem Three Houses or Awakening. It's not like they're, they're about anything. They think of like the Xenoblades, like, you know, they're not about much except usually the usual power friendship kind of thing. And I don't know if I need it to be. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, when when, uh, when RPGs were first getting localized, it was like it started actually being good when Nintendo started doing some of their own. Like Super Mario RPG had great localization. Uh, the Mario and Luigi games have excellent localization, just really, really funny writing. Um, but I, I don't think it's just like they uh, it's not a priority. I think they do minimize story. I think Miyamoto's gone on the record about that and has talked about that in interviews where he's like, no, I'm going to minimize this stuff because it's not um, it's not a priority. But I also think it gets it, it gets in the way. Um, so I think they just kind of like they put a brakes on a little bit. And so that means story gets sort of put to the side deliberately. Um, but that stuff is also slowly changing as people like koizumi get in charge so i would expect story to become more important to nintendo over time yeah nintendo's never gonna like make their last of us and uh, I, I would not want them to uh fao is hostin bound bop or fau what's fau well F fao is hostin bound bop says woof woof to my dogs what are the chances that the nintendo switch's successor will be as easily vulnerable to crimes yeah jeff are they gonna really shore up the defenses for the next system considering Excuse me, how easy this one is to uh, hack and all that jazz. Uh, the, the hackers will always find a way around. Uh, 
I mean, it'll be more difficult for a while. I bet it'll be really short up. I think they're going to spend a lot of research research uh, and, and development on, on trying to be as secure as possible. Uh, the hackers will find a way around. They just always do. It just is a matter of time. Um, if they have to build a hardware solution, they'll do that. If they have, if they can inject software using any number of methods, which always, you know, these systems aren't open, but you can do a lot of things in these games. They'll find a way around. So it, it'll be short up for a while. Uh, and that'll be enough. And then they'll come out with a new system after that. All right. Uh, Clink says, hi, Mike, proprietary pretzel solution, Minotti and Jeff, just two more plain hot dogs grub. With the eShop now closed, can we get a few words in memory of Rusty Slugger? Yeah, Rusty Slugger's dead, Jeff, so uh, why don't you eulogize him? Uh, yeah, that uh, that poor bitch deserved better. That's what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Dreaming Madden says, hello, Jeff, Charlie uh, Geringer, Grub, and Mike, Tim Thome, Minotti. Yeah, Tim Thome. Yeah, I love Tim. I said Tim Thome. Jim Thome. Almost embarrassed myself amongst all my Cleveland sports fans. <laughs> That's just me being stupid. Uh, trust me, I know who Jim Thome is. I take my picture by statue all the time. He's the guy who grabbed his crotch a lot, Jeff, when he was at the plate. Oh, that that, that rules. That's the kind yeah. of uh, ball player I'm a fan of. Yeah, he's great. Uh, with MLB season starting soon, Nintendo and their partners have a long history with the sport. Remember when Nintendo owned the Seattle Mariners? A few years ago, the Pokemon Company did collaborations with the Hokkaido Nippon Ham Fighters and Hiroshima Toyo Carp to sell merch with Machamp and Magikarp, repping the respective teams. Anyway, what's your favorite Nintendo slash baseball fact? <laughs> and on the side, which Nintendo character would be the biggest Cleveland Guardians fan? Well, I don't. Uh, yeah, I have I have a uh, no Nintendo baseball facts to rival yours. I have to say I got I have so. like one and it's, you could use your 3DS to order uh, like pretzels and nachos and hot dogs and beer at Seattle Manor Mariners games because Nintendo, you know, was one of the owners oh, of the right. team. So you could bring, bring your 3DS, connect to Wi-Fi, and then you could have this little Seattle Mariners uh, stadium app and you'd open it up. And it would just have this like low resolution menu and you could just order a Michelob Ultra or whatever and have it sent to your seat. It was it was neat. But I mean, obviously, there are better ways to do that. Yeah. Who would be the biggest Cleveland Guardians fan? Uh, somebody with like good with like good taste, but still is a perpetual loser. Maybe mm. Luigi. Yeah, Luigi. Know. Luigi. Luigi's a big Guardians. Fan. Yeah. And, and uh, Wario would be very upset that they're called the Guardians now. <laughs> yes, he would. He'd have a lot of opinions about it. It's, yeah. Yeah, he'd be bring, bring back the chief. Uh, <laughs> Odo Leah says, Hey, yo, Jeff, delicate blower grub, and Mike, big tuba energy Minotti. Lush Cosmetics is sh selling shower gel that apparently smells like Mario and Luigi. What character would you want to smell like, and what's their fragrance? P.S. I did order the stupid shower gel. I'm weak. I'll report back if it's any good. Thank you. Uh, I want to smell like Bowser, and I, uh, and I want it to smell like like brims like burning brimstone kind of thing, you know, very smoky. Yes, I, I ashy. I have an answer to this. I wish I hope it comes up, but I don't think it's going to. I wonder if I just search soap if it'll come up. Let me see if that'll work. You're searching uh, the word soap. Uh, it did. Okay. Uh, so I got. I have this. Um, it's from Squatch. I got it. I bought it from the hardware store to let you know it's a man soap. Um, it's called Only Hope Soap, and it's uh. It is an Obi-Wan Kenobi themed bar of soap. And I've oh, yeah, yeah. Dr. Squatch is that whole Star Wars uh, thing. I see, I've seen Facebook targeted ads about those. Yes, exactly. So they got me. And so I've been uh, I've been smelling like Obi-Wan for the last past couple of showers. I what do, does Obi-Wan smell like? Uh, he smells 
kind of like lavender a little bit. Oh, yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, and then I, was, there, I thought he would smell like sand. <laughs> and then uh, in my uh, drawer, I unused and unopened. I have a Darth Maul red bar of soap, and I'll, I'll I'll give that a sniff next time and let you know what that. What Nintendo like. character do you want to smell like, Jeff? And what would they smell like? Uh, I want to smell like Wario's ass. All right, thank you. <laughs> well, what would that smell like? <laughs> It'll smell like ass with garlic. Right? Yes, garlic uh, ass. One up versus CPU says, hello, Mike, America's most wanted Minotti. And um, Jeff, how long until someone builds a Gundam in Tears of the Kingdom? I can't wait to see what people build. People are going to build some insane stuff. I mean, it's going to be a lot of dicks. Let's be clear. Yes. That's going to happen. I mean, and I Anuba basically somehow, built the dick. So, yeah. Yeah. I bet somehow, Jeff, Nintendo was like going to be surprised and upset about the amount of dicks people build. Like they're not going to see it coming for somehow, but it's happening. But yes, I can't wait to see just the giant robots, like the full scale USS Enterprise and stuff like I that. I want to build like a skateboard. I'm going to build uh, all kinds of stuff. Yes, this is going to be fun. I, I just want to I want to get in there, see what I can do. And then I want to go on at this point, TikTok. It will probably be a good place if it's, you know, it's going to be banned, of course, by them. But uh, go on TikTok and see a bunch of people uh, just building all the craziest stuff in the world and use do and then using them in really creative ways. Yeah. Big Tony says, my dogs, it's WrestleMania week. Any matches you guys are looking forward to? Thanks. Oh, yeah. So it's Saturday and Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah, so I think what I'll probably do is, like, I'll definitely watch Sunday live, and maybe I'll just watch Saturday show right before that. That's a good card yeah. across the board, though. Yeah, I don't know if you can get away again for another weekend, Jeff. If you want it, you can come over Sunday, we can watch it, but... Uh, I, I, I got I got that trip coming up on Tuesday, so we'll yeah, be able oh, to. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, you're you're fine. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Cody Rhodes-Roman Reigns match. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Sammy, Sammy Zayn, uh, Kevin Owens uh, versus the, the Usos, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Austin Theory I, versus John Cena, I'm looking forward to, actually. Still not sold on Austin Theory, but maybe maybe, sure. maybe we'll see here. I mean, it's, it's a really good card all around. It's what I know. Uh, I think Dan said on the Bombcats is one of the best looking cards in a long time. I agree. So yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited. Uh, I, I I do miss like back when I was younger. I had more friends around here watching WWE. I used to like hold pretty big WrestleMania parties, and I would like get like the balloons to match whatever color scheme, and like I really decorated a lot. It was a good time. Uh, but you know, I'll, maybe hopefully I'll get a couple people who want to come over and watch it and have some fun. Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio. That's the yes. one I'm looking forward to the most. That's right. I, yes. got I can't wait. That. I can't it's wait. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, all right. Big Tony says my, oh no, that was, uh, his, uh, Gigantes 42. Like Gigantes. Gigantes. Gigantes, uh, says good evening to my dogs. Baseball is right around the corner as opening day is Thursday. Any thoughts on the rule changes? Pitch clocks, bases the size of pizza boxes. Should be a fun year. Go Giants. I can't wait for baseball. I'm so excited. Yeah. Jeff, we're going to have to go to some games. Yes, um, I'm look, looking I, forward to that. Yeah, I haven't been watching spring training. I don't have a philosophical problem with the pitch clocks. Me neither. I think. You I know, like them, I think. I get it. You know, if you speed up the game a little bit. It's fine. And I understand it's going to have some lead to some frustrating moments where like something exciting is going to be ruined because a pitcher like didn't pitch fast enough. Well, all right, the pitcher's got to pitch a little faster. Yep, get uh, used to it. Yeah, look, I like baseball, and I want it to be more popular, and I do think speeding up the game a little bit might help. So, you know, uh, why not? I actually didn't know about the bases being bigger, so we'll see about that, I guess. Uh, but, man, I, I love baseball. I'm so excited for it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm glad that the show, that will be the show games are just on Game Pass now, because I always yes. just sort of check them out. Although, 
part of me is curious to try out that Switch version and see what that's <laughs> like, but yeah. I'm not curious. Yeah, no, uh, I'll I'll just play it on Game Pass. That's uh, that's very cool. Yeah, I, I, I always forget, like, are you a big, like, Detroit uh, Tigers fan, or are you ready to just... In the past, I've been a Guardians? huge Tigers fan. Uh, I, yeah, I'm a Tigers fan. I won't be able to be a Guardians fan, but I'll enjoy... I'll listen, I, I have no problem rooting for the Guardians when I'm there and stuff like that. Just, you know, sure. for playing the Tigers. But, um, yeah, I, I, in the past, I've been a huge Tigers fan. I, I really like playoff baseball a ton. It's one of my I, favorite oh, things. It's, the, it's amazing. Yes. I love it. So, uh, yeah. the year when, uh, when the Red Sox like went, I was, I watched that whole entire playoff run and that was so awesome. And then the Cubs. Yeah. Well, I didn't, well, they, they, they had to step over the, uh, Indians at one point. Well, I forget the, the second one was more heartbreaking when they won 2007 and we lost to them because we were up like three and zero or something. Yeah. So and that bet, first one, yeah, it was a big deal. I mean, I just, I mean, October is my favorite month of the year uh, because uh, a lot of sports are starting and the, and baseball is coming right. to an end and it's all fantastic. So yeah, uh, I mean, let's, yeah, let's go to some games this summer. Hopefully they're in the playoffs and I would love to go to a playoff baseball game. Never been. Yeah, I actually never did two. I could have gone to Indians one once and then I was second age. I had to take somebody else, but yeah. Well, definitely, we should have a good team this year. Last yeah. year, my, last year I had no expectations, and we were great. So this year, now that I have expectations, who knows what's going to go wrong? Uh, <laughs> Beef Hammer says the Switch is the first Nintendo handheld that didn't get an exclusive Kingdom Hearts game since the series debuted. How does Nintendo live with its failures such as this one? We did it! That's, Woo! That's it. Well, well, all right, all right. We did I, it, I think, everybody. I think Memory of Melody slash Melody of Memory could have been that, but like, why? Why not just release that on PlayStation 4 also, I think, is what they realized. So, uh, but it is weird. I, I definitely think I do think that they realize that their strategy of releasing 10 spinoff games in between Kingdom Hearts 2 and 3 maybe wasn't the greatest thing in the world to do. Uh, and they're, they're clearly still down on that. So, uh, yeah. I hate you, Jeff. Lenny Cool <laughs> Denver says, hey, Jeff, the holes are where I plant the hot dogs. And sends me grub. <laughs> yeah, those hot dog trees will be blooming any day now. Yeah, Jeff. any moment now. Yeah, and Mike freshly added to the no-fly list, Minami. <laughs> you, you saw that video. No, wait, wait what, what happened? You saw the guy arrested for the... Oh, yes, totally, yes, God, yeah. The, 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 for people who don't know, so there, there, there's this video of this guy being arrested because he opened up, like, the emergency hatch on his grounded plane, I think, uh, in LAX, or somewhere in Los Angeles. Yeah, I think that's right, guy, yes. While, while, while boarding. Like, well, yeah, the guy looks a lot like me. Now... His guts bigger than mine. I do want to say not to hit this guy while he's down, but his face looked a lot like me. Uh, Lenny says, going through the eShops before they close, I remember that Nintendo used to translate old games to sell on the virtual console. Saying a punishment, the mysterious uh, Murasami Castle, Earthbound Beginnings. And I was wondering, when Nintendo translate over Japanese only games for NSO, or is that too much effort for Nintendo's subscription service? So the last like old game that they have translated was the original fire emblem and they did not add that to nso they made you pay for that yeah <laughs> so i yeah sadly i don't think it's gonna happen like if we get mother three finally translated they're not just throwing that on the game boy advance nso store unless they really think this right. is going to help us sell a lot of nso uh plus uh subscriptions they are going to just sell that as a separate thing. Was uh, Sin and Punishment wasn't even translated, right? They just put the Japanese version on there. It was I always, think? I think, I think it was, I think that game was just always kind of in English anyway, so right. it was easy for them to do. Uh, okay, is what people are saying. Um, apparently, Earthbound Beginnings even like that was translated way back, maybe according to Cast Coder here, and it was just unreleased, so okay. maybe it wasn't. Sin and Punishment was all, all, always in English. Okay, so there you go. Uh, Bet JC says, "Hey dogs, last Thursday was my two-year Game S anniversary." 
No question. Just wanted to say, keep up the great work. Thank you, Bench. I appreciate Thanks. it. Two years. That's actually really incredible. That's awesome. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while, but we've yeah. only been popular for about a couple of years. Like a couple so of minutes it. now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Running Wyatt says, Dogs, the 3D Mario team and the Zelda are hanging on a cliff to the grip slipping. Oh, no. <laughs> Using all your might, you can save one of the themes, but the other plummets to the abyss. Jesus. He's safe. Wow, that's rough. That's rough, Jeff. I think I saved I, the um, Mario team, even though the Zelda, like Breath of the Wild, is like, I think my, still my favorite, and Link's Awakening. Like, they're vying for my top game of all time, but. Uh, I feel like breath. If it looks like last game was Breath of the Wild, if, they, if this happens after Tears of the Kingdom and we get and we've got both, I'm like they could die now. That's cool. They don't have to make another one. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, but I, I I need that 3D Mario team. Mario Odyssey. Yeah, exactly. Was just one of my just like the best game in the last decade. I love that game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just like if, right. if Tears of the Kingdom comes out and it's as good as I want it to be. Uh, they could go 50 years without making another. So that's a crazy thing to say. But that's like man, they, they did it back to back. Here it is. Um, Mario games just kind of need to keep coming. They really do need yes. to just keep coming. And I'm going to be very excited to hear about that. All right. Uh, next one here is from Ed. With Tears of the Kingdom destined to be another mega hit, do you think we'll ever see a more traditional 3D Zelda game again? Or is this what 3D Zelda is now? Games in the Breath of the Wild style have infinite creative potential for the devs. Not to mention when Nintendo finally releases new hardware, they'll be able to, they'll be able to do even crazier things. Personally, Tears of the Kingdom isn't doing anything for me, but I'm happy for everyone that's I mean, and you said this before, Jeff, we had a lot of games that were like Ocarina of Time. This is only the first one that's like Breath of the Wild. There will certainly be more of these for a bit. I wouldn't be shocked if we get more of those like old elements into these games. Like if, if this one doesn't have dungeons, one of these is going to have dungeons at some point. And yes, things like that. That's so right. I definitely think this is the formula for a while. But I've said that there's definitely going to be a time where like just like how they kind of made like the, the sequel to uh, Link to the Past all those years later with Link Between Worlds, I wouldn't be shocked if they made something that was very Ocarina of Time. Uh, Reason yes. One Waker. Uh, I mean, even like a full again. Ocarina of Time remake followed by... Well, a, that's very possible. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I, they'll they'll get around to it at some point. It'll take some time. But, I mean, they're, they're not going to abandon this branch that has made them yeah. just an endless it, amount of money. If like if the next Nintendo console was ever like trying to really actually push its graphical fidelity, a good way of showcasing that would be to have an Ocarina of Time remake uh, for sure. Jet Boy, a big adventure says, good evening to 10 dogs with Dolphin soon coming to Steam and making it even easier to play GameCube and Wii games on the Steam Deck. Do you think you'll be trying more games on it? Oh, sure. I mean, you know me, I'm a bit of a of a GameCube collecting slot, so I like want to actually get those games. But you know what? There's some Wii games, actually, that I need to try, like Wario Land, Shake It, stuff like that. So I think uh, that that's maybe where I'm going to put some of my attention. Also, it's been a while since I played uh, Mario Galaxy 2, which is just super cool. So maybe I can uh, kind of figure out how to get that running also. Yeah, I got uh, I got Dolphin running pretty much constantly. So now I'll be playing it as yeah, much as I, I have. Been. Seriously. On Discord, I'll be messaging him, and I'll see like what he's playing, and it's usually Dolphin, is yeah. what it says. It's, okay. it's, uh, I'm usually testing stuff. Right now, I'm actually trying to get uh, Dolphin running with uh, MGMBA. I haven't um, actually done much with this, but I'm like, I got all the stuff ready to go to see if we can do Four Swords Adventures on, on uh, Giant Bomb. So, yeah, we're going to try to make that happen over network, and it's like, okay, I'll get Dolphin open. I'll start messing around with this, see what I need to, m do, need to do, and it's like, that's exciting mm. to me. I love doing that kind of what stuff. What do you think so. the four players would be? 
I think it would. I think it would probably be me, uh, uh, Dan, uh, Jan, and you. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, Let's but go. We'll see. Because uh, right. yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what the timing looks like. Uh, all right. Here and then, MDY says, "Hey there, Jeff, Ultra Hands Grub, and Mike Raw Meat Aromati. What inanimate objects are you hoping to try to fuse to an animate object in Tears of the Kingdom? Thanks, fellas. I want to put a slab of meat on a cow just to like terrify it." Wow, that's fucked up. That's really messed up, Mike. That's uh, you go to church with that with that mouth. That's that's messed up. Uh, Easter, everybody. <laughs> what animate an animate object are you hoping to try to fuse to an animate object? Yeah, okay. Um, I, I don't know. I think I'll, I'll Give just, a fish a sword. Yeah, fish a sword, a plank of wood on on just like you know on a frog or something like that. So when it, it hops, it looks all stupid. Yeah, that'd be good. Mechanized is asking, isn't Four Swords just included with Link to the Past Game Boy Advance? That's Four Swords. We're talking about Four Swords Adventure, the GameCube sequel, which yes. is a more fleshed out game. Yes, exactly. Uh, and then Laser Wolf says, hello, Jeff, Big Daddy Cool Grub, and Mike, Big Pop Pop Minotti. That's what I like here. Yeah, let's hear it for my freaks. In honor of WrestleMania this weekend, <laughs> if there was an all Nintendo character WrestleMania, what matches would main event each night? I mean, you have to have Daisy versus Peach night one. And uh, uh, what would be like, I, I mean, you know, Mario versus Bowser is a bit obvious. We did that before. That was at WrestleMania three. Right. right. Out. Yeah. That's the classic one that, one that everything, everything's trying to live up to. Yeah. That set the right, tone. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. It was a big deal with the Silver Dome back in the day, but we've moved past that. So now, you know, now it's now it's uh, Luigi versus Waluigi new generation. We'll I think it's I think it's like, um. Yeah, like DK actually team out. No, the tag team match wouldn't be in the in the, the for the. No, it could be maybe a triple threat. That's yeah. happened before. Yeah. Uh, and then next one here is from Chaos Buckaroo says, "Howdy, fellas! I started Dragon Quest Eleven this week. It is fun. I am feeling the pressure to get through this big boy and a few other games before Tears of the Kingdom takes over my life." My mouth dropped when three hours in the opening title appeared. Yeah, what game did you all get the furthest in before the title appeared? My record is seven or eight hours in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Holy shit, man! Those games. Yeah, that's uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Probably is up there. Now you say that, I do remember that title not dropping for quite a bit. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember when Xenoblade Chronicles Three did its title drop. I feel like that might have been later, but I'm not actually sure now. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I, I'm like I'm definitely. I remember registering this before, but I'm not gonna remember the game or anything like that. But uh. I, I mean, listen. I love a good title card. I love a great. I love a late title card. Give me all the yeah. late title cards you want. Always gets a pop out. <laughs> exactly. Ah, oh, yeah, here we go. Or it's yeah. like, oh my god, I just got started. I mean, either way, that's fun. Hosp says, "Hey, yo, dogs. Well, now I'm fucking hyped. Any last ridiculous Tears of the Kingdom predictions slash hopes you want to throw out there? I want Vati. Give me Vati. Bring me Vati. Yeah, I think that is like." The ridiculous Minish. predictions is that the Minish will be in there and the like the Windfish will be in there, like all these, like all, all these right. references to other Zelda stuff. Uh, what, what's, the, like, what's a Zonai? Zonai? What? Yeah. So, this is like a big thing, like in the lore community, apparently, is that they mentioned Zonai. There was a Zonai Ruins or something in Breath of the Wild, but that was that was it. And then, if you read the art book, there was reference to like, oh, this is a whole other race that was going to be in the game, and then we didn't put it in there. And it's like, in this trailer, uh, they fought like that. One of the things, the little machines that, they, that Link was fighting was a Zonai, you know, gizmo or something like that. Yeah. It's like, oh man, the Zonai are going to be in this game. 
So it's like okay, it's like, I think apparently it's, it's just some. It's, it almost sounds like cut content from Breath of the Wild. Yes, uh, it sounds like it's going to be. Uh, that's that's it. So Sean said that's it. Um, so uh, okay, but I mean, I was sure if there was like more to it than that. It's, it just sounds like it's yeah. like oh, there's Gorons, there's Zora, there is uh, whatever the the bird people, and then there's the Zonai and the, the Hylians or whatever. So it yeah. sounds like a new race along those lines. Is it like in like Elder Scrolls lore where like the like we have all these races, but the dwarves died out a while ago, and there's just like remains of them. Honestly, that, like that that's like might not be a bad analog. I have no idea, but yeah. that's kind of what it felt like looking at that little machine. So, mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, it's funny. I'm hoping for minish stuff, even though Skyward Sword stuff would obviously make more sense with this one. Well, yeah, I mean, I think Skyward Sword references are probably a, a safe bet, Bring- almost. I want to see Scrooge's grave. I want to see his skeleton, and I want his hair to also have a skeleton for some reason. <laughs> Jeremy Biff says, hello, dogs. Uh, prefers, oh, hello, Jeff prefers to sleep on a beanbag chair grub, and Mike prefers to sleep with his Disney plushes, Minotti. My big plush was actually my Sonic doll, which I think is actually over there behind the Rocketeer still. You can see him. That was the doll I slept with as a kid. Uh, with the rumored joint venture between Nintendo and Universal, what Nintendo games do you want with uh, Universal properties? A Columbo visual novel? A Minions RTS. Some people say that Cruisin' and Mario Kart are the closest games to Fast and Furious. Well, I haven't thought about the possibility of Nintendo actually making a Columbio game. Columbio. A Columbo game. <laughs> it's Jeff. a me, Columbio. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, look. Yeah, like it's not going to happen. But yes, I sure would love for some kind of weird Nintendo Columbo visual novel. That would be amazing. Uh, probably gonna hold my breath on that one though. But what what's disgusting, Jeff, is the most likely thing if this was real would be Nintendo making a minions game. Which that is would terrifying. be fucked up. Don't even say that. Up. That's I'm messed just saying. Up. Like, um, like I would like hopefully it'd be like, oh, they're making a Shrek game, <laughs> but if, that, if that's actually like that, like Nintendo's going to ma- adapt a universal property, it'll be something either it'll be Illumination. That's what Universal actually owns, so it wouldn't even be Shrek, it would be Illumination. So yeah, it'll be, okay. It'll be fucking minions. All right. How about Jaws? Okay. No. Yes. Uh, what about uh, <laughs> what what about the Universal Classic uh, movie monsters like uh, yeah, Luigi's well, Luigi's Mansion plus the movie monsters? Yeah, but that's kind of Castlevania's territory. Just stealing the movie monsters for your own game. Yeah, but make just make them even more hokey and just do them yeah. in the Luigi's Mansion style, and that could be like. I mean, look, it yeah. feels like yeah. I mean, look, Nintendo could do that now. So I'm saying. That's true. Uh, That's are, fair. Those are, you know, yeah. very used characters. Um, next up here is from Octo, who says, Yo, Jeff, two more plain hot dogs is my favorite vaudeville at Grub, and my <laughs> game mess poles are my Blight Club Minotti. <laughs> my father spent the first year of my life making tape backups of ZX Spectrum games. Yeah. It's the most useless gaming thing you've ever wasted your time on. Well, I've been in the process of trying to reach 100 million gil as a milestone in Final Fantasy 14. It's been taking over a year every day of just putting stuff up on auction that I craft. So I'm at 90 million gil now. So we've been getting closer. So uh, that would probably have to rank pretty highly up there. But I have fun with it. Yeah, I, I like most of the stuff I do that's like I, I, that I realize is useless. I kind of just shut off my brain and don't even think about it. So I don't retain that information. But I mean, I've I mean, definitely. Sp- well, oh, yeah, go ahead. Do you have a. I was just gonna say it's all useless in the end, sure. Right, right. it's all useless. Like so, but I mean, any, anything where I've like spent hours and hours and hours trying to like get a really good time on some specific level of some game that people are not going to be playing two months from now. Like, and I've done that a lot. A lot of trials games, 
a lot of like a lot of the weird modes in Pac-Man Championship Edition DX and stuff like that. Spent a lot of time trying to like get my best score in all those. Now my time, my time getting top 100 in neon white was very well spent. Actually. Of course, yes, that was just actually a, a good choice and a good use of your time. Uh, DMC depressed to be crying says hello Jeff Wario Land 4 Super Mario Land 6 Minotti and Mike <laughs> Super Mario World 7 Yoshi's Crafted World Grub <laughs> it appears the Microsoft APK deal is likely to go through meaning PlayStation will meet a swift end <laughs> Nintendo ended up with PlayStation <laughs> Studios what Nintendo games would you task the following with making okay Blue Point uh, what should Blue Point remake uh so we're saying that these studios would now be under nintendo and be, would be yeah. making nintendo games yeah so what nintendo games should blue point make uh, i mean we were talking about ocarina of time remake something ocarina yeah you have them remake ocarina of time i guess yeah. yeah probably but i mean if i could think of branch out i would love i would kill for a blue point remake of star wars uh, uh shadow of the empire but that's not exactly sure. nintendo yeah that would rule uh santa monica so the god of war team yeah uh, um they're going to make, I mean, Kid Icarus was an easy one. Just cause it's like, oh, that's also like God. Oh, that's stuff. good. Uh, oh, I like that. Sure, they can make the new Kid Icarus. Yeah. Uh, House Mark. How, how do you say that, actually? House Mark. House Mark. Yeah, I always thought it was House Marquee, but it's House Mark. Yeah, House Mark. Uh, so it's a, a good shoe. They can, they can make the Rusty's Real Deal baseball game. There you go. Okay. Completely, like completely waste their talents. Oh, Metro, Metroid's good. Metroid's an interesting one, Sean. I, Metroid's fun. fine, yeah. Insomniac. Okay, there's a hmm. Jet Force Gemini. Um, oh, that's kind of fun, Jeff. Yeah. Jet Force Gemini. There's something I haven't thought about. Dude, have them make that uh, Star Tropics game for me. There actually. you go. There you go. Yes. Since they're their best studio, and then Team Asobi. Oh, a Waluigi uh, platforming game. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Like it. Uh, Inufe says, do you think if Prime 1 sells enough, 2 and 3 could get the same treatment? So, Jeff, do you think there's any... You're saying that... You've been saying that Metroid Prime 2 and 3 are coming to Switch, but they're not going to get as much of a glow-up as Metroid Prime 1 did. Do so you think there's any chance of that changing? Probably not. And, like, I'll, I'll just say, like, what I, the plan I heard was Metroid Prime 1 would get the Big Boy remake, it would come out, and then 2 and 3 would come at some point, but they wouldn't get the same exact update. They would get sort of a an HD version with you know the better controls um but that was the plan and that plan changed because prime one came out later than was expected and shadow dropped and did also other stuff so the plan could always change and maybe two and three actually never come out but what i heard and that, that this hasn't changed is that two and three are supposed to come out uh, with the hd sort of you know little brother remix remasters excuse me jump matt says evening jeff stub grub or stud grub uh Thank and you. mike naughty minotti in Japanese folklore, raccoon dogs use their gigantic testicles as weapons, drums, and makeshift raincoats. Which leads me to ask, why is Mario not using the Tanuki suit <laughs> to its full potential? Even in the Tanuki suit, Jeff, I'm sorry to say, Mario still has incredibly tiny testicles. Now, what if it's uh, the opposite? What if they're so massive that we can't even perceive them? It's just like... <laughs> it's like the, it's like the Earth, like the whole world. Just, he's, that's what he's running on. He's running on his giant unseeable testicles, is what you're saying. Yeah, like just the platforms themselves are composed of the testicles. Moving on, uh, Turbo Scar says, "Hey Jeff, <laughs> hey Jeff, Pole Master Grub, and Mike Airporter Respinati, if you were to use the 3DS as a weapon, how would you use it? I would use it as a torture device for severing fingers using the clamshell design. Keep up the great work. Well, I would attach it to a stick and then <laughs> use it to bludgeon my enemies." 
as I as I learned about and uh, yeah, I wonder yeah. if this was inspired. Yeah, this must have been inspired. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of these questions came out after that. Yes, um, I would um, I would break it apart and I would attach the top part, the bottom part, with like a rope and then use it as a nunchaku. I like that. That's good. You uh, you got a back itch or something? You you rubbing your back with a the bear? Itch. Yeah, I'm okay. A itch. I don't want to like reach around for it. Yeah, sure. No reach uh, arounds on the show. Yeah, Bailey Moon says. Hey, Mike, I discriminate against Australians, Minotti, and Jeff, I discriminate against Disney adults. Grow. And people from Pittsburgh, but yes. We now have seen some amazing mechanics in Tears of the Kingdom. Can you imagine if they implement dungeons with these mechanics in mind, needing to gloop through a floor above you to finish a puzzle on the floor below, or combining keys with other items to get past the door? How much of a possibility do you think this is? I, honestly, Jeff, I'm almost kind of like, I, I, you, I know you mentioned that we can't see shrines. In, in the games, in that uh, game, gameplay demo we saw. But I'm beginning to feel like dungeons are not on the table, really. It does feel like maybe that's something that they would say. I bet we're going to get something closer to, to shrines again. Uh, I think there's dungeons in there. Oh, okay. I do. I think that's, I think they're holding it back because I think they're going to, they can't wait for people to discover it themselves and lose their minds. I think that's what they want. Uh, I mean, there's got to be something that's similar to the ancient beasts or whatever, and maybe that is just dungeons. Yep, I think it's something really in between. Maybe yep. something in between, at least. Yep. Breadfish says, sup, dogs. Hope you are both well. With the eShops closing, I find myself getting more and more annoyed when YouTubers slash podcasters continuously refer to digital exclusives of those platforms as being lost to time, lost media, or inaccessible when every game, DLC, patch revision demo, and re regional variant is still preserved and accessible through the magic of piracy. <laughs> I understand that lots of these people need to toe the line to maintain professional relationships, but does it ever outright bother you when people pretend that piracy doesn't exist? Much love and do crimes. I don't, I don't think people are like trying to like protect themselves necessarily. Well, uh, there are a lot of YouTubers, well, Nintendo YouTubers will talk about how Nintendo doesn't like when they reference this stuff. And we don't have that kind of relationship with Nintendo, so... We sure don't. <laughs> so, yep, there it is. Um, but, yeah, I think for the most part, a lot of people are just like, yeah, it's polite. This is polite. And we're being polite here. I think that's how it is, right? Yeah, it's something like that. But, I mean, like, I guess we're trying to make a point like, oh, no, that doesn't count. Eh, it counts. So Yes, sure. definitely. I understand your frustration. JD Camp says, hey, well-groomed doggies, Reggie feels on me creator of the Bigfoot Pizza, came over from fast food to gaming with great success. Who from gaming would have the same success and what place should they run? All right, Jeff, what restaurant do you want Jim Ryan to run? Yeah, let's fucking go. Uh, Jim Ryan's should buy a Shoney's. And <laughs> <laughs> like, like Big Papa Pump. Like Big Papa Pump. That's like exactly Scott right. Steiner. Yes, that's right. right. Jim Ryan would probably have some great Shoney's freaks and I would show up there. Would. I would get some, I'd get some delicious breakfast foods. Uh, yeah, right. that'd be great. Good work. Gratilda's Bazunga says, Happy Tuesday, you sexy fucks. Wow. <laughs> Which of the new abilities in Tears of the Kingdom would you like to have in real life? I live in a two-bedroom home. I would love to just teleport. <laughs> that was the funniest. Like, that's, yeah, that's the best like one this, there for this it's question. It's almost useless ability yeah. to just be able to go above yourself. I, yeah, um, but it's like, you know, you're ever below a bank vault. Like, that's pretty useful. Yeah, well, no, because you're still just stealing from a bank, Jeff. Yeah, but th 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 in, in this scenario, the bank deserves it, Mike. There you go. It's, no. it's Silicon Valley this, Bank, and they've been very irresponsible. Yeah, exactly. to imagine. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the, the ability to rewind is kind of fun. I don't know what weird things I would do with it. 
I mean, if I could rewind certain objects, uh, that's I would probably be able to figure out some stuff you to do with it. You just admit it, Jeff. You would rewind the poop so it goes back up. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I mean, it's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, that's I, <laughs> what's wrong with me? I want the I want the poop to go back in me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funny. This is a good show. <laughs> I'm glad you admitted it, Jeff. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. Yes. But finally, someone could see through me. I want you. I want you all to think about that. Then you know the next time. Yeah, I did something yesterday. Like, oh, I cast recall on poop, and then just sit there and we'll see what happens. I did. I had a dog who, like, you know, sometimes dogs are weird. They'll eat their own shit. And my uh, when I had a dog like that as a kid, and my one friend Dave, he, he yeah. was hanging out with us on the weekend. He said fi- we did made a lot of backyard movies. He said his biggest regret ever was that he didn't get it on tape, <laughs> so that he could rewind it. <laughs> the full cycle so it was coming out of the mouth <laughs> in one take. <laughs> that is a big regret. I fully sympathize with him on that. It's his biggest regret. <laughs> No one else is on our page just here. Yeah, no one else is with us on this. All right, everyone's here. Okay, next one here is uh, from Lazy Nickname. Says, good evening, gents, and a friendly early spring woof woof to you on this fine evening. I'm in the process of setting up some vacation properties I own as an Airbnb. I wanted to put together gaming corners in them because I think that seems like an awesome idea for when weather is porn such. What would be the perfect retro gaming corner for you to pique your interest and give you all the nostalgic uh, feels. I mean, I definitely think that just getting some of these retro consoles would be the easiest thing to do. Um, a I don't PS2. know. How, or a PS2, if you just want to get you put a PS2. PS2 in there and a collection of random games with a couple of the big hitters. That's, sure. You're good to go. Most, most gotta, people like, are going to be like, oh, my God, a PS2. It would, yeah, but you got to get a PS2 uh, and then you got to either have a CRT or you got to plug it in with HDMI and then you're going to have lag. Yeah, PS2 with RetroTINK. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, those hotel and 64 controllers are pretty cool. Uh, I don't think you, ha- I mean, you could plug a PS2 into a, a, a lot of modern TVs and it would be fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, listen, a CRT would be great, but if, you, if you're not going to go that route, yeah, just, people, people aren't going to care. The people like, who are showing up and they're like, if they see a PS2, they're going to play it. They're like, well, whatever, we get it. Of course, they didn't provide a CRT to us. You still, can you get like a Genesis Mini 1 easily still? I don't, well, I don't know. Mini 2s are expensive. Can you get a PS1 Genesis Mini actually still? Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are like okay. They're easy to hack and they're much better. Yeah. But I mean, again, easy to hack. we're talking about an audience that's going to be like mostly people who aren't going to realize. Oh, these are the PAL versions. <laughs> like that's sure, not like... I, that's fair. I still feel like maybe I'm maybe I'm being too naive to think Genesis and Super Nintendo are easy hits. But yeah, maybe kids. I mean, I think that would be. I think a lot of people would be very down with that. I think a PS2 would be very exciting to a like, like an even bigger audience at this point. GameCube also though clearly people are very big into the GameCube right now. But that's yeah uh, for sure. Yeah, a little little more expensive. Uh, let's see. Next one here is from <laughs> just buy a bunch of racist SNES minis. There you go. Yeah, just follow Jeff's lead. What Got one go right wrong? here for you. April, <clears throat> excuse me. April O'Neil's ass says, "Sup, dogs." Just want to say it's interesting that in the 32-64-bit draft, the system with the most Nintendo 64 picks won, and in the PlayStation Xbox GameCube draft, the system with the most GameCube games lost. Very interesting. Uh, a law. Oh, yeah, it's nothing here. Yeah, how dare you? Give me a break. Don't yeah. even 
gave it tr trying to trick me with that name thinking you'd be my friend april o'neill's <laughs> ass and you come at me with this wow uh the octopath wolf five says hey jeff stealing content from nintendo grub and yep. mike stealing content from nintendo and giant bomb <laughs> naughty seeing mike get devastated over all his games being called boomer games was really he has funny crossed out that says interesting <laughs> Reminded me of how I would feel disheartened as a kid when my friends call my favorite games trash. Do you guys have any vivid memories of this type of thing happening in the past? I do remember getting a call. I, I was like a big, I was a Sega fanboy as a kid. I was. I remember my one friend called me when he like got to play the PlayStation for the first time. And I was already very pro Sega Saturn and all this stuff. My friend played a PlayStation demo and called me excited to tell me about how like cool it was. And I was very upset. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to hang up the phone on you. How dare you? So not even really what you're talking about, but that's what I immediately thought. Of. I got the N64 on launch day. Only time that my parents ever did that for me. And I, uh, I had some friends from the bus come over to see it. And like, cause I was really proud of it and they were impressed. They were impressed. And then months later, uh, I like, it, like things got like weird. Cause it was like school or whatever. And, uh, they were starting to be shitty. And then like, they were just like, the, like place this would be like playstation is way better all the all those n64 stuff are kitty games yeah and i'd be like and but uh, the, the, eventually i did just beat uh, beat up both of them <laughs> was it was it related to the nintendo thing they just Jesus. they were just asking for it but they're like attacking me both on the bus and i'm like guess i'm bigger than you <laughs> and i just beat them up so uh but i was i felt, I felt <laughs> good vindicating nintendo even though that's not why i beat them up Jeff, Jeff had a much scrappier uh, growing up than I did. I didn't get into any fights. I was a good boy. So, yeah, the ADHD does not uh, help me with cooling my temper. I'm not saying it was your fault, to be no, clear. I mean, you. we had a lot of it definitely was. A lot of it be but like... Maybe you were a little shit, too. Yeah, absolutely. One, like, one fight was just like, you wouldn't hit me, I dare you. Or you, there's no way you would ever hit me. I'm like, all right, fucking punch you. And <laughs> I just punched him. Oh, so. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, uh, how much is it going to take for you to attack me? I think you've come close. I mean, we'll get there eventually. We'll get there someday. Yeah, It'll be great. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Then we'll like we'll, we'll close the pot. We have a charity boxing match. Probably raise a lot of money. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fun. We die, uh, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I'll, I'll be the Apollo Creed, but then my son, my illegitimate son, uh, many years later, will come and beat up your son. That's and, right. Uh, it'll be great. But in the immediate future, my friend, uh, like Dave or something, will beat you up in Russia. Be yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Your life's gonna go downhill from there. Is all I'm saying. Jay Tinch says, sure. "Hey." Doggy dogs. Jeff, I know you said today in the talk over that you think Tears of the Kingdom will get a remaster upgrade on the next Nintendo hardware. Yes, yeah, I agree with this theory. Yeah. They just upgrade Breath of the Wild 2 and sew them together since they are very similar. And upgrading one should let them upgrade the other easier. I'm thinking about how Miles Morales being a cross gen skew also gave Insomniac the tools to push just uh, the remaster 2018 as well. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, if I, I mean, obviously it's not like all the work's done there, but you imagine that whatever they do to remaster or, or spruce up the one game for the next switch, they could just do to the other one, right? Yeah, I, I think so. And that makes a, a lot of sense. I, I, I just think uh, what's, what seems likely to me is that they will put out a, you know, whatever their equivalent to the game of the year edition would be that includes the DLC for the next system with some upgrades and things like that, just so that, that could be the one on the shelves and they can have it. You know, all, all good to go. And even if it includes the DLC, maybe they charge eighty dollars for it or whatever. Uh, whatever they want to do with that. Um, but um, to me, I think Breath of the Wild might get a treatment where it's like, yeah, a lot of these games will run on this thing anyhow, and we could re-release them. But maybe it's time because they are so old that for most of these games, we actually just do start like charging 
$50 for them and just let them be like the last gen greatest hits. I think there's maybe a fork in the road for a lot of these games. You know, a lot of these games are just going to keep selling. They probably will just do some sort of uh, HD, like, you know, 4K version of them or whatever this new system ends up enabling. Uh, but but yeah, I, I think they'll probably want to focus on Tears of the Kingdom first and get that out there and then maybe do something with the Breath of the Wild a little bit afterward. But you're right, in terms of the engine and all that stuff, it probably should be not one-to-one, -one, but they should be able to do that stuff pretty easily. Uh, Turbo Sean says, question, does higher art exist? I think not. This is him reacting to me. Reacting to Giant Bomb, reacting to the uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom <laughs> video. This is also uploaded on uh, our channel now, guys. Turboshan's video reacting and mine, so you can check both of those out after we're done here. After you're done listening to us, please do. Thank you, Sean. Jedi Moss Forces, what do we think about Nintendo doing a general direct in June? Is that still something likely to happen? I mean, you would think, Jeff, that especially once Pikmin comes out, they're going to have to talk about what's next. But last year, we didn't like have that big summer show, so it, it, it's kind of hard to say. I still feel like probably, right? What's the question? I was trying to get this picture up for everybody. Very nice. What do you think about Nintendo doing a general direct in June? Is that yeah. still something likely to happen? Yeah, I um, I, I think that it's not necessarily likely, but I think it could happen. Um, So I'm, I'm not like 50-50. I'm like 60-40 towards something happening. Uh, they, they will probably have stuff to talk about. I don't know if they're going to have enough to justify a full June E3 timeframe direct. And that might lead them to do what they did last year, which is a series of smaller announcements. But I mean, they we'll got to announce what they got to have a big holiday game. We don't really know what that is yet. You got to talk about that at some point. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I, exactly. They'll have stuff to talk about. I just I think they're probably going to be in a situation where they uh, not probably. I think there's a chance that they'll be in a situation where they feel like they don't have enough to justify a full direct. G-Man Sir says, hey, Mike, third wheel of Giant Bomb is naughty, and Jeff, Anuma gets me rock hard, grub. Well, hardcore E3 sympathizers one day start blaming Nintendo for starting the direct format, leading to other companies going in favor of it over a press conference, thus killing E3. Now, I think you have to be pretty del delusional to blame this all on Nintendo. Yeah. Everybody, somebody was going to figure out internet uh, presentations. It is shocking that Nintendo, famously bad at the internet, was the one to get this all rolling. Uh, but that was going to happen. That's not what killed E3 necessarily. Maybe generally the idea of like, you know, being able to just go live on Twitch and YouTube and all this stuff. People having their own platforms not needing to do E3 and all these other factors like, you know, the ESA being kind of bad at that and what's happening here, the pandemic. All these factors kind of come together to potentially kill E3. I don't think too many people are going to like try to trace it back to this is Nintendo's doing. Yeah, no way. I don't, I don't think so either. And then X-Core says, good evening, gentlemen. I'm here to ask the hard-hitting questions. Pineapple and pizza, yes or no? I mean, I say no, Jeff, but I don't like fruit, so of course I don't like pineapple right. and pizza. And I and I say yes, but if you say no, uh, okay. You know, it's a pizza. Yeah, you I put, don't get upset. You put, you put you, what you want on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm way over yeah. this one. Yeah, this is... Um, I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> you God damn it! Fuck! <laughs> It looks like we both dang it. I can't. Oh man, I couldn't. Yeah, so, yeah. like, oh, we just both were like, oh, we're talking to each other. I'll let the other yeah. one finish. We just had and a like, pregnant pause. I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it be pregnant. Canadian standoff. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. I 
I find when the question is phrased as not do you like it, but is it pizza? It's like, oh, like being pizza, some big honor. Right. right? Yeah. Like, like, it's like, yeah. Pizza's just like throw a bunch of shit on cheese and bread and sauce. Like, yeah, well, it's whatever. Like, it's prestigious. Like, look, I love pizza and there's definitely better pizza than others. And I like to celebrate good pizza. But being pizza itself is not special. Yeah, like, I like a pizza. Fine. It's like basically like this is a garbage pizza. We threw Whoa. everything on there. It's remember, like, yeah. yeah. Remember that chicken like, and waffle pizza we got from Mike's? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is pineapple on, like, well, is that still pizza? I, I ate waffle on pizza and that's still pizza. So get, so get ready for this. But during the uh, play it forward that I did with Dan record watching me play Alpha Protocol, he somehow pizza came up and he's like, they have pizza in Italy, but that's not like a real pizza. <laughs> I was like, what so, are you talking about? Yeah, the the way I had it set up, I could overhear guys a little bit. And that was definitely one of the moments I overheard. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on I over there? I think it's just because it's not like, I think it's all he sees is like the Neapolitan style with like the fresh mozzarella. Sure. And even I was like, so like a margarita pizza, you don't think pizza? Like, oh, no, that's pizza. I'm like, then what are you talking about? Yep. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? It's just like, so, if it's not Domino's, then it's not. I, yeah, that's basically what it was. So it's like, well, they don't like have pizza hut over there like, oh my god <laughs> damn like look i'm not trying i'm not gonna be people that go oh, pizza hut's not real pizza sure but like that can't be the only real pizza yeah it can't, it be, can't, the can't, the actually can't be the barometer i could go for i could kill a pizza right now yeah i've been at like pizza, pizza still in a very long time i might order some soon we'll mm -hmm. see yeah maybe we'll maybe wrestlemania order pizza for sure yeah that's That'll a good idea excuse that's a good idea uh that's it for everyone's questions reminder next week's topic is what nintendo game has the best name just like aesthetically what what's the best title for a nintendo game that exists not making up one which one has the best title uh okay jeff uh, we think we got a few more super chats. Uh, That's right. Why don't we do that? Then we'll talk about a little bit about some things we've been playing. We're already at a two-hour mark here. From El Grug, make AJ Minotti react to Turbo Sean, reacting to Mike, reacting to Giant Bomb, reacting to Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Bonus yeah. points if you send him hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, you won't. You won't have to ask him twice. Probably. I still kind of make fun of him because he did a he did a genuine like reaction video to the uh, what the uh, force the. Uh, What's that one called? The Last Jedi uh, trailer. And I kind of made fun of him for it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it it's not like talking. It's just literally his face. And it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, I'm his brother. I'm allowed to make fun of him a little bit. Uh, uh, he'll definitely do that. Uh, that'd be fun. Uh, Big Fresh 37. Have you guys heard in anything positive or negative about the ki that kick platform? I'm not making much traction on Twitch. So I'm thinking of trying them out. I saw some weird stuff about kick and then i tried to figure it out i guess th there's like some weird like ownership thing I, I couldn't actually figure out what the deal with it was uh but I honestly my answer is i don't know what the fuck it is i this is the first time i'm hearing about it i'm afraid jeff so that's uh i, I got nothing to, know, to say about kick yeah I, I, I will say i learned a lesson about maybe get a little too excited about that uh what was that like one Twitter like thing that we all jumped on for a hot second and then it like broke? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, yes, uh, I have, I still have Macedon, it. on the other one, yeah. yeah so still, hive, 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 yeah, hive. Yes, I still have it. I still check on it like yeah, infrequently, but it's like it's there in case Twitter actually does like do the final thing and breaks. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Might be happening soon. We'll see. Yeah, uh, Jeff, we're gonna start check marks soon, dude. It's rough. No, I know. We're what am gonna I gonna import anymore? Yeah, how are uh, can you? It's, imagine how upset it's going to be when we don't have that weirdly like bitter note on our thing that says we may or may not yeah. be notable. <laughs> that is the funny. I think 
that's not the worst thing he's done. But that's the funniest thing he yes, did. Yes, that like was honestly that unintentional comedy, but like a pretty good comedy. That right. note, like, I like it a lot. So clearly spells out like I don't like these people because a lot of them are journalists. A lot of them are mean to me. It's like okay, dude, cool. Uh, what anymore? Yes, Hitch says, uh, "Fellas, Last of Us PC is a disaster. Does this hurt and scare off future Sony PC games?" I don't think so. Is it, it is it though? I've been I've heard a little bit about. Oh, it's real this, fucked Jeff. up. Yeah, it's real oh, messed oh, up. Oh shit! Yeah, like it's apparently, uh, you know, this is not. It's bad on PCs in general, but on Steam Deck, the first time you load up the game, the first loading screen is an hour long because it's building the the shaders in the background, and it's like not a quick process. It's literally it takes like an hour. This happened to me with Resident Evil Four. It took like ten minutes. I'm like, man, what the hell? And then I'm like, oh, it's building the shaders. That's fine because it's gonna, then it's going to run well, and of course it does. It's great. Uh, but apparently, like, it takes an hour to build the shaders, and then it still runs like shit. So, um, wow. yeah, it, they've had some bad uh, launches before. This does seem to be the worst one. But, no, money's money. This is one of Jim Ryan's big initiatives. He's not going to abandon it. He's not going to be scared off. And, honestly, he's not going to give a fuck. They'll fix it, and they'll sell a bunch. Whatever. Yeah, or they won't sell a, a bunch. Whatever. He'll do another one. It is a little weird. Like, why? Like, what's the rush here to, like, release the PC port? Yeah, wasn't this I mean, delayed maybe, for a really long time? Or might was, was that the Uncharted? It? Was that the Uncharted thing that was delayed I mean, are for they a while? worried about, like, losing interest because of, like, the show ending? Uh, oh, yeah, probably. Being away for a while? Is that what yeah, it is? that's I don't probably know, weird. what it is. Yeah. yeah, hopefully that Ghost of Tsushima PC port is good whenever they get around to that. Uh, that, that one will be like going right into a sequel. They'll want to make sure that's that's good. So, yeah, uh, that does it for the Super Chats, Mike, at least as far as I can uh, tell. All right, Jeff. I mean, most of my Nintendo gaming has been uh, catching up ref or on a Minish Cap. We Same. have uh, we're going to do our discussion on Tuesday, actually, uh, for that on the Game S Game Club. So I've been just playing through that, enjoying it. I, 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 I was kind of like tied with you in terms of progress, but I actually that night went and beat that next dungeon. So I went through that. I got it. I got a bit further, but uh, yeah, I, I I still like this game a lot. I know you've been yeah. having your your hitches, I suppose. Yeah, I, you know, I just um, I, I I get thrown off a little bit, like you said in the the, the video today, uh, the the talk over. It's like yeah, just it it, it derails me pretty easily, which I, I think I'm surprised by. Uh, in terms of uh, now we expect you to do this and figure it out. It's like, okay, you know what? I should be poking and prodding around this world. I do feel like it is obtuse. I do think it's more obtuse than most Zelda games, but not like it's not criminally so. It's just like, oh, that's odd. That's a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and you know, it's a handheld Zelda game, so they they can also be quirky. And I'm, I, when I am playing it, and I'm going through a dungeon, especially, I'm having a real good time. I just, dungeons rule. I haven't been in a dungeon for quite for like the last two play sessions because I've been doing like these. Uh, I, no, I guess I did. I just did that last one, that second one. But it's like there was a long period between that dungeon and now there's a long period of stuff here with the library thing that I just did. And so it's like, man, there's a lot of stuff outside of, of the dungeons. And uh, Ezlo is still completely useless, and I hate him. Um, so it's like, yeah, I, there's parts of the game where I'm like, I do have some issues with it. But overall, it's still a Zelda game. It looks fantastic. It, the, the way it plays is actually pretty fun. The, all the items you get are super cool. Yeah, it's a Minish Cap is cool. It's a cool game. Yeah, I don't want to be like the obnoxious like fan who's like, oh, this guy doesn't like the game as much as me. So here's why I think he's wrong. Like, it's it's all fine. Like, it, I, to me, it seems the same amount of obtuse as pretty much all these games were. And it's hard for me to, like, how do I quantify that? I don't know. But, you know, it, it, that was, especially in this era with, like, you know, Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword, that was the formula of having these big sort of 
things between each dungeon that were sort of like yes, the, the quests in the open yeah. world. It was it was the thing you did. Yeah, Skyward Sword uh, had it a wasn't ton like, of that. Yeah. And like the only other thing you could do is I guess instead I'll just walk around the open world and see if I come across like, you know, a, a heart piece or something. So yeah, I do get that. But boy, do I like these dungeons a lot. I do think they're some of the best. I love the items you get in them. I like that they are you know, like you will still get the, a boomerang and a bow and arrow, but those aren't like the dungeon items. You kind of get those in the in-between things. I, I, I even, you know, I don't mind the in-between things. Sometimes they're they're better than others. Like when you're climbing up that mountain, it almost just feels like a dungeon. Yeah, that's cool. I like I, I did like that's that sequence. Cool. That yeah. sequence was very good. Right. And I get like, you know, doing the, the library thing. It is this kind of long like it, it's almost like the the Link's Awakening, like a uh, uh, trade quest thing, except mandatory. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, right. Like, I, I kind of get it, but like, so it's puzzles and it's like trying to figure out the minish roots when you're small and stuff like that. I can I can uh, get into it. The only thing I am going to yell at you about is, is when you criticize when you had to, like, push the one block to make it move. That's in every old yeah, Zelda game. Yeah, a lot of old Zelda games definitely had that. It's just all uh, of them did. Yeah, it was just uh, uh, it was weird because it's like we're going to pop you up in this thing. A, a lot like a lot of them also, though, eventually did get it's like in most of those sequences you'd be able to move any of them. But that I also eventually... I actually don't think that's true. I think they I mean, Link's Awakening definitely have... It's like most of these are just going to move. I'm, I'm nah, like, Link's Awakening, that's the one I'm, I'm certain I'm, I'm remembering. This was just like, all right, we're going to pop you out. All right, you're going to pop out here. And now here is a wall of those blocks. And here's another wall of blocks. And you go to move them. And it's, okay, no, 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 no. Yes, finally. Okay, what? All right. I, it's, I mean, I that is it still is bad. It's frustrating sometimes, but I think, I mean, at least Link to the Past certainly did do that. Yeah, I mean, and, and The Legend of Zelda definitely had its weirdness with, like, not oh, yeah. being sure what to move or, or to set on fire. Well, Zelda like 1, I mean, when we talk about obtuseness, it's like, you can't, you know, the, the walls you can blow up don't even have the cracks, right? Exactly, like, you yeah. don't know. Yeah, exactly, so, for sure. So, right. yeah, uh, it's it's not a super, uh, that that's not really a problem with the game. It's just, like, me being on a roll of complaining, so why not keep complaining? That's what I was like, that was, like, about one part where I was like, the, my baby is like, oh, no, he's, like, now he's 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 in a mood now. Now each it's like when you're hanging out with a person who annoys you, and then all of a sudden each little thing annoys you. There's like, hey Jeff, you're like, oh fucking what? <laughs> right? I was worried that was where maybe the mood had shifted. Yeah, but you know, it's it was uh for the most part. As I'm like getting done with these sections, I'm like, oh, there was a lot of good stuff in there. So yeah, still fun. still pretty fun game. I still in the game. God, it looks good. I it looks it, great. It is a good I mean, Game Boy Advance game graphics are just so. I mean, for me, they're timeless. Uh, all right, Jeff. Why don't we start wrapping it up here? Yeah, sounds good. I'm just gonna hit the oh, button. It it did send a super chat with no message, but thank yeah. you so much, it. Oh, oh, it. If you want to just write in chat, I'll read whatever it is you wanted to say. I saw that you meant to send a message. If you want us to type that in here, we will get to it. Yep. Yeah, you got a second, but I'm, I think I'm gonna hit the music, which is gonna take us out of here pretty fast. So, uh, got a second, it. Well, I'll see it. Don't worry, I believe in you. All right, here we go. Uh, Jeff, who's on Game Mess uh, mornings tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. Can you, can you come on? Is it me? It's me. It's you. Yeah. Believe Shit, it or man, not, man, I completely forgot. It's just me. Well, that's why. That's that's why I like to ask. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate that. So yeah, it'll be it'll be you. Uh, Lucy's. Uh, I think she's in the UK or something. She might be home, but she's she's got just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And a lot of it's just like she's she's dealing with like her oh. immigration stuff. So it's like I wanted to say work. three cheers for weapon degradation returning. Hit yeah, right. we did it. All right, I did like that they just should have shown, but good. Yeah, they made like they're like they just show it and then they move on. They don't even be like a hey, weapon degradation is back. They just show it like of course it's here, you dumb bitches. I love that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so suck good. it down, back yeah, in Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, what, what do you got going on? 
Uh, what do I have going on? Oh, I guess we're going to be in game this morning, tomorrow. Yes. Uh, oh, we have the Jeopardy on Friday. Jeopardy on Friday. Jeopardy Friday. AJ. AJ yeah, AJ's Jeopardy. playing. Okay. Vote. Game is Game Club. Star Wars games. Vote now. You're in the game Ooh, game I'm excited. Okay. All right. Well, I don't have to go to the bathroom, actually. Well, I wasn't expecting that. That was actually really scary. <laughs> I couldn't even see it. I saw it, it later. It's like, what the hell? Is there that? was a balloon and it just popped in my face. Oh, my God. That's, that's incredible. Hey, uh, Rachel Acker giving a, a first super chat. We'll read that when we're going again. Chat. I even know what told us when people did first super chat. Yeah, you, YouTube apparently updated for us or something. Oh, so that's neat. Cool. That's cool. Oh yeah, JG is from Cleveland actually, so maybe she he can go get your credit card. <laughs> Thank you, it's Southern Tier. Sorry, my kids put uh, a bunch of balloons here, and I just got uh, the uh, sudden the sudden male urge to blow up a balloon. You guys get it? Did they play with their what little duck and what the Easter Lego things that they got them? Yes, they've been uh, they've been playing with it. they play with it, and then they play with them. They like bring it and play with all their other stuff. But the big thing today was they had a um a stink bug in the house. One of those little round guys. That are like harmless, and they built a home for him and all that stuff, and Aww. gave a box, and that was like that was the whole day. So that's yep. good. Um, all that's right, the whole day, man. Basically, <laughs> that's a busy well, day. they went to school, but then they got home. That was it. Uh, all right, I don't need to go potty or anything. I think I'm good to go though. Let me open up these uh, the thread here for the questions. All right, I got it. Yep. All right, it's all you. All right, how do I fix this? Okay, all right, let's see here. This what the is fuck a, is happening here? This is a good podcast. What's your on? problem? I don't know. What's your issue? I don't see any problem. All right, so what are you talking this about contraption that holds up the first generation of Stream Deck is like so shit. confusing. Ah, you're okay, baby. You're okay. This oh, little boy. green this is thing. All this is Do all you have to buy another keyboard now? I better not. God. I'm pushing a lot of buttons right now as I clean it, though. Hopefully nothing breaks. All right. I mean, do you have to, wait? I guess you probably need your keyboard plugged in. I was like, maybe just unplug it for a while, let it dry. Oh, but... that'd be hard. Yep. Fair enough. It's time for that. <sighs> it's all good buttons. I mean, I never what did actually climb so anything. I just looked at it and thought <laughs> no, I, I could. Loved the audacity <laughs> yeah. of you. I can climb that. Uh, Mike, unplug it. Nah. No, That's I mean, like listen, work. it's just, it's just well, money. What, what did you drop? Was it just water? Well, uh... Oh, I spat out my green tea. Here, get oh, out that's kind of sugary. Yeah, we're, we're taking a break. No, not really. Not really. This is this is all staying in. Bye, Christian. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here? 